From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What is your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. comedy podcast we're gonna tell you the entirety of a movie spoilers and all i'm ketrin porter and i'm kim burns nice to meet you hello Ms. burns how are you i'm so wonderful we're on a tour of weddings yes we one are down, one more to go yep it's very exciting it was a gorgeous wedding last weekend in lake arrowhead our dear friends dylan and anya delanya if you will they uh, tied the knot. They hitched hitched their hitched their wagon to each other's. It was beautiful. It was I gorgeous. I broke my knees dancing the night away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are your knees holding up? Are they going to be ready for this weekend? I don't know. Mm. One is one's questionable. Oh gosh! Welcome to my world now. A little hobbly who <laughs> walk you got going there. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. My knees were in peak conditioning. Over the weekend, if I can brag for a moment. Normally, it's the other way around. I'm the one with knee problems. Kim's the one with spry. I mean, my knees were great in the moment. <laughs> it was the aftermath. 
Yeah. So then we're headed to another wedding this weekend. So, you know. Virginia. If anybody has any other weddings they'd like Kim and I to attend, uh, we're booked up. (laughs) (laughs) Kim will will be there. I love a wedding. I'm I'm booked. No, I love a wedding, too. I I mean, (laughs) Lord knows I love a wedding. Well, do you want to tell me, do you have any other news or? Yeah. Did you want to talk about Patreon? I do want to talk about Patreon. This Friday, we're doing a movie watch. This Friday, we're doing a movie watch. We don't know what we're watching yet. We've gotten some suggestions. So you still, let's see. At this point, we've probably decided by now at this point. But you can go over and take a look. Please join our Patreon uh, at the uh, $15 level. And at that level, you will get our mini-sodes, our postmortems. Uh, an ability to vote in various polls. One such poll being the uh, coolest benefit of this tier, which is getting to watch a movie with us. Uh, So we're going to do a live virtual watch of something. And this is really fun for Kim and I because there's so many movies that Kim and I can't do just by the nature of our format. So this is an opportunity for us to like experience movies with you that Kim and I have maybe seen together or movies that we've actually done for the podcast, but now we can kind of watch together. So it's really fun. So come join us. Yes. And you also on that tier get video episodes and you Mm. get early access. You get all of our episodes ad free one day early. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah, there's not really any reason to not join. And, you know, it keeps the lights on around here. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Pays our light bill. (laughs) Um, You can also find us uh, on Instagram, Blue Ski, uh, Threads. um, What's the other one? What am I missing? TikTok. TikTok. At KK Sam Podcast. And we also have a Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive Maybe. Um, so that's it. Goodbye. That was our podcast. See you later. We're See headed to Friday. a wedding. Good night. <laughs> uh, I think I covered everything. Jonna holds right. out. Tits up. Kim and I are both drinking wine. Clink. Like the olden days. Well, like the olden days would be a shadow whiskey. That's true. The olden days was uh, a lot rowdier than a glass of wine. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I obviously have forty-seven drinks, so that hasn't changed. I have two. So look at this. Look at this sparkling water glass. Let me see. Oh, oh, that is fancy. Kim is drinking sparkling water out of the Queen's Goblet. It's very full. It's extremely full. It's a healthy, it's how, it's how college Kim Burns used to pour a glass of wine. But um, all the way to the brim, bitch. Uh, do you want to hear about a movie? Sure. If you're not doing anything. Um... Do you know what do you know what I'm doing? I don't. Love. This movie is called Split. Split. Okay, I do know, but I read it as when you said, "Have you seen this movie?" I read Spilt. 
Oh, you haven't seen Split or Spilt. I haven't seen Split or Spilt. Good thing. Uh, It's from 2016. Written and directed by one Mr. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, how exciting. How's that guy doing? My, my, My old pal from Philadelphia. Yeah. Just, just her and an M running around the streets of Philly together. About, those were Seeing the days. dead people. Kim was, <laughs> Kim was the Kim was the inspiration for Sixth Sense. She was the first one to see dead yeah. people. It was me on one side of the tracks, dead people on the other side yeah, of the tracks. Exactly. <laughs> um, cool. Let's do it. Uh, this was another movie I watched on the plane back from Brazil. Fun. Uh, so here we go. You have an opportunity. I liked that we did this before back in the day. Cool. Well, if I remember, I'll bring it it back. You have an opportunity to get 39 points. 39. And the age I'll be for one more minute. Ah, until I, and then I die. No. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) And then I'm one of the dead people, Kim and MC. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm so much younger. Mm-hmm. So totally different generation. Dead or alive? Mm-hmm. Claire. Alive. Marsha. Marsha, Marsha. Alive. Casey. Alive. Dr. Fletcher. Alive. Dennis. Dead. Patricia. Dead. Hedwig. Oh, alive! (laughs) Barry. Dead. Kevin. Dead. Beast. (gasps) Alive! Okay. Here we go. We start on Anna Taylor Joy. Oh, Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. Yep. To be fair, it was just a lot of scribble scratch, and I was like, her name is. It just said, it just said. Possibly ATJ, and Kim had to just leap off that cliff. <laughs> I was like, you know, what I mean, <laughs> and From I did. The witch. Yep, when our favorite movie. Our favorite movie. Well, the witch. I feel like was around 2016 as well. No, I don't know. So is she? I mean, is she kind of a little baby in this? She's a teenager. Teenager. Okay. I was just wondering which one's first. I don't know. I'll post more in a minute. Yeah. Which is first, the witch or witch? <laughs> We're at like a teenage birthday party at a restaurant or something, but they're all taking pictures and she's clearly not with the group really. Mm, okay. Or like in with the, the cool kids. Okay. And then like the party's kind of wrapping up and the girl whose party it was, Claire, is talking to her dad with her best friend and... We see Anya. Her name's Anya? Mm-hmm. Like our Anya. You like our Anya, which is oh why I was that much more surprised <laughs> that you got it wrong. <laughs> it's like we literally just went to Anya's wedding. <laughs> I just have never been first name basis with her before this oh, moment. Oh, so I see, I see, I see. And put it together. Gotcha. Yeah, Not like and- me and M, obviously. <laughs> of course, yeah. 
So <laughs> she's Casey. Okay. So Casey now is like on her phone, like, uh, you know, far away. And they're talking about her basically. And the birthday girl is like saying that it was a mercy invite to oh, like gosh. invite her kind of just being like, like she didn't want to, but if she invited every single person from art class and not her, it would be it's, very purposeful. Right. You know? And she's like, I'm not a monster. Like I wasn't going to not invite, invite her, her, but like, sure. This is why she wouldn't have been invited. <laughs> what's uh, what's Anya's vibe? Like why, why is she not? Can, do we get a sense of like what kind well, of now they talk, they say, Oh, um, they kind of talk about her and say like, she gets detention a, a lot. She like yells at teachers and they mm. say she's like running away from home all the time. Mm. And so now Casey comes over, like, and she's like, oh, sorry. So apparently she was waiting for her ride to come pick her up. Okay. And she's like, oh, sorry, like, the car broke down, but it's fine. I can take the bus. And the birthday girl's dad is like, no, absolutely not. Like, we're taking you home. And he makes some dad joke. And then even the birthday girl is like, yeah, you won't be able to hear all my my dad's superb jokes if you don't come with us you know Aww. so i don't she's like she's genuinely Sounds like, like she's not a nice like a cool girl yeah, yeah exactly um they're just not friends right <laughs> so it sounds like classy classic classic <laughs> i knew this would happen because the birthday's girl's name is claire Oh, Casey's Clacy. name is Casey. Well, when they become best friends at the end, that's going to be their couple name, Clacy. <laughs> <laughs> when they turn into one being at the yeah, end. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'll just, what do you want me to call them? Casey also, spoiler and... alert. That's not, it's not a spoiler that I'm about to say. It's just an interjection. I'm not spoiling anything, what I'm about to say. I mean, uh, how could you? You don't know the ending. I realize that. Uh, our other friends who are getting married. So Dylan and Anya turns into Delanya really easily. I mean, it's sure. great. Our other friends who are getting married, Susie and Steven, I realize that either way you you do it, it just sounds kind of like another name, like Susan. Susan or Stevie. Or Stevie. <laughs> it doesn't really. So I went with Sufin? Sufin? <laughs> Sufin is what D texted me the other day, and it took me a minute. And I was I like, think it's oh, because Sufin. I think it's because I may have typed it to D. I think I did that. Oh, you did it. Then. I think I did it. Yeah. Yeah, because it took me a second to even know what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can combine all kinds of names, but not all of them are gems. So, yeah. not like Kim D. Kim D. Kim D's dope. <laughs> Ketrick's not bad. Patrick is great. Yeah. Anyway, back to Clacy. <laughs> Clacy. <laughs> I mean, you got to pick a name for the birthday girl. What do you What do you want her to call her? Uh, Claire. So Claire's the birthday girl. Yeah. I got nothing. Okay. Well, it wasn't that. Okay. I'll just see what comes out since Catherine couldn't think of a well single couldn't think of a human thing. name. Well, no. Here I was could. the problem. For whatever reason, it didn't have to be a name. Honestly, it, could it just didn't. Be any any okay, word. Well, do you want to know what I was going to say? Any I knew it wasn't going to make sense. It was ballerina. ballerina, and it's because it's because I think that all ballerinas are named Claire. But I didn't oh, want to say that because okay. I felt like it was an embarrassing thing about me. But now I've it said is. it. All ballerinas are named Claire. All Claire's are ballerinas. I've said it. <laughs> I think that's true. Well, prove me wrong. 
Jenna was a ballerina. That's true. Wow. <laughs> Been wrong immediately. <laughs> All right, I'll call her Jenna. Okay, I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Glad we got Perfect. here. Yeah, we so. did. It's always kind of a roundabout route, but Kim and I are always going somewhere. <laughs> so Jenna. we're walking out to... <laughs> All four of us. So it's okay. Jenna, her dad, mm-hmm. her best friend, and Casey. Mm-hmm. And we're walking out to the parking lot to get in the car. It's still daylight out. Like it was okay. like a you know daytime party. And the best friends get in the back seat. Casey gets in the front seat. And dad it goes to the trunk to like put all the presents and everything back away. in. Yeah, gotcha. So they're just like sitting in the car waiting and the girls are like on their phones, like laughing and stuff. Not Casey, obviously. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) And um, we just see like we're the camera basically. And dad like looks back at us and just says, can I help you? Like to a person, but like we to us basically directly. It, within the car, oh no, beh- but he's still not inside he's like the at car, the trunk. he's at the trunk, got it, and yeah, he, turns, yeah, yeah. And he like okay. turns and is like, hi, can I help you? Uh, to a person. Okay. And Casey's just sitting there, and so now we're kind of like seeing the girls inside the car, and so the trunk closes behind them, and Casey's like looking to, you know, the side mirror kind of thing, and she sees sort of like some spilled food box like on the ground in the back, like okay. behind the trunk. And then, like, we hear dad get in, and then she slowly turns and looks. It's not dad. No! Who is it? It's James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Aooga. (laughs) That's not the essence that they're getting, though. Oh, okay. They're getting creep creep essence. Yes. All right. I mean... Mostly because they expected their father to get in and then a stranger get in the car. I don't know. I'm always ready to go when a stranger steps into the driver's seat of my car. I'm always hoping it's James McAvoy. Not really. I'm actually always hoping it's Michael Fassbender. (laughs) Poor Eric. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, Jenna is like, Sir, I think you have the wrong car. Yeah. Like, that's a good response. Yeah. And he kind of has like a little yellow rag with him, and he's like kind of picking up some trash and putting it like on the front thing, like cleaning up a little bit. Ew. Okay. (laughs) And she's like, I think you have the wrong car. And all of a sudden, he puts like a painter's mask (gasps) over his face and then sprays something on the girls in the back seat. Oh, no. And they like pass out. I can only assume it's. Pass out spray. Pass out spray. <laughs> yeah. It's actually I was sold. gonna say pepper spray, but then I was like, no. No. It made them pass out. Pass like it didn't just make them like cough and stuff. Yeah. It's so. a, it's actually right next to the Febreze in You in gotta be store. careful. You gotta be really careful. Because you never know how you're yeah. gonna get. I can't tell you how many times I have sprayed a shirt to make it smell better and woke up twenty minutes later on the floor. Yeah, it doesn't help that it's called freeze. Like it's right. like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, put those right next to each other. You can't. But they are alphabetical, as all shelves are at stores. Yes. <laughs> what? I don't know. Moving on. So 
So, but Anya Taylor Joy is not not Casey is not sprayed. Well, she's just freezed, if you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, she literally is just like sitting like a statue and like slowly like is just staring at him with like tears in her eyes, and then she like slowly like tries to move her hand towards the car sure. handle to like not so you can't see it and then she like opens it and the little ding dong goes off because the the car door is open oh no because like, she like, turned it on i guess and she's like shush 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 <laughs> and so immediately he just covers his his mouth and then her okay and we cut to black Febreze's her Febreze's her yeah yeah so cut to black credits split okay now we have it's kind of goes like a quick shot of what's happening versus like in between credits and stuff oh okay uh so basically it's like some kind of underground hallway with like pipes all around you know what i mean like a long pipey hallway yes Uh uh-huh kind of thing yeah uh (laughs) what movie was that where it was like the building it was terrifying terrifying the building of requirement the warehouse of requirement yeah Yeah. (laughs) is this where this is happening the warehouse of requirement no i think I, i i get a pretty good understanding of this building of this building okay uh, but at the moment all we get is this like basementy pipe hallway okay you know? got it yeah i do long sure uh so it's not it doesn't feel like a home okay if that makes sense you yeah. know what i mean yeah so what we're seeing is kind of quick shots of like the girls being dragged we're like rolled or something i don't know like down this hallway and then like picked up and placed into a bed while they're still oh, passed okay out. Mm-hmm. so now we cut to casey waking up and the two besties are like huddled on a bed next to her and we're in some type of like room that feels like a basement but also has like a very nice bright new clean bathroom next to us oh so we have like a okay. wall that's like stone uh-huh Mostly stone, and then the wall right next to us is like a you know like a white plaster wall or whatever with like a very clean bathroom. Okay, weird decorating choice, but here we are. And then in front of us is like wood wall um, with a doorway. Okay, so that's the door. So Jenna's like, "What's going on? Where's my dad?" Yada yada. And now we hear the door lock up opening so we actually hear a door outside of this door opening and then this door has like a key that opens it okay it's james mcavoy he's coming in and he's like wearing all black with glasses Mm -hmm. uh like a button-up black shirt you know and he just like walks in and like sits down on a chair and uh but he or no he like sets out the chair very specifically and then he has that little yellow rag again and he kind of like wipes the chair off and then Ooh. sits down all very a, a clean boy specific <laughs> a clean boy oh. um and then he just <laughs> stares at them all and looks at best friend her name's marcia i don't know if i ever told you that marcia 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 and 
he just looks at her and says, I choose you first. Ah, what does that mean? Is that hot or bad? Is that hot or bad? Hot or bad? I mean... Hot or bad? uh, The fact that you even have to ask right now is upsetting. Hot or bad? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess hot for you, bad for them. James McAvoy, come through. All right, let's hear it. He's British, you know. (laughs) I did not know. Yeah. Well, now it's hot. Mm -hmm. Now I'd like to be kidnapped. Great. Thanks. Told ya. Told ya. I'm being facetious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is chosen first. So he stands up to kind of grab her, and she like runs over to Casey, like help me. And Casey whispers something in her ear to help her. Okay. Uh, question one. Oh, I don't know. What does she say? What did he say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I am or if this is hot or not. I, I don't. Okay. You've been Marcia, kidnapped. Marcia. So you're just asking... let go of the hotness. That I'll, tr- I'll try. I'll uh, give those. Uh, that's my clue to you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so am I, am I, he's Casey? trying to pick up Marsha and drag her out of here. And he says, I choose you first. And you're asking me what Marsha does or what Anya said to her, what Casey, what Casey says said to, her. to her, but like whispers it to her. Like basically he tries to grab her and Marsha runs away to Casey, mm-hmm. like help. And Casey goes, I'm, I'm fluctuating between two things two things okay here's what i'm gonna say maybe i guess i say to her like don't stop fighting that's one of the things they always say like if you're being attacked like don't stop fighting but i actually don't love that idea because i mean i can't like run away like i can't get away so maybe i'm gonna tell her to go for the balls because i bet she goes for the balls that can incapacitate him long enough that the rest of us can beat the ever living shit out of him uh, and get away. So that's what I'm going to say. Um, I think she says he's really clean. I'm wondering if I'm supposed to remember that. I don't know. Go for the balls. Both of us hand in hand. I'll give you a point for that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She says, Pee on yourself. Pee on yourself. Pee on yourself. So he picks up best friend and carries her out. And we just hear her screaming from the other side of the door. Mm -hmm. And birthday Jenna's running over and like banging on the door. Mm -hmm. And we just hear best friend Marsha just being like, no, no. And then Mm. cut to James carrying best friend back in. And he's Mm. just like, oh, like just moans and anger and leaves. Okay. And then we see that Marsha had peed on herself. So he does like, maybe it does have a cleanliness angle. Maybe I was onto something there. Hmm. Maybe I'm smarter than I ever gave myself credit for. (laughs) Maybe you are. (laughs) Let this be a lesson to all to believe in yourself. I do believe in, believe in your ability to pee on yourself. I don't think I could pee on command. Like, if I didn't have to pee, I don't think I could pee. Like, right now, if somebody was dragging me away, I couldn't, I couldn't pee. I could pee on myself right now. You could? Yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm more likely to be able to shit myself. 
I think that would do just as well, if not better. I'm pulling out the big guns. The big shit. I don't think I could shit on myself at any moment. I could pee on myself, probably. I don't think there's a moment in time where I couldn't rip just a really significant fart. (laughs) That I think would at least make someone question. Like, anytime I've gone to the doctor and had to pee in a cup. You've always been able to? Sometimes I panic a little because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have to pee. And then when I try, I'm like, I got enough. Wow. I don't. I don't have enough pee pee. All right. A lot of water, though. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha pee peed. So Marsha says he wanted me to dance for him. And, you know, we see the pee on her legs and we hear the outside door being locked. Like this one was locked and then the next one. It's not hot. Or no, no. Just so you know, I'm I'm over it. Oh, now it's not hot because she peed on herself. And like he asked me to dance for him. Like I'm like I'll dance if I want to dance, bitch. You don't want James McAvoy to ask you to dance for him? Well, maybe I do. Now I'm back to hot. Right. <laughs> well, if that's if this is where you wanted me, here I am. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excuse me. We don't hear the outside. She tells us. She's like, there's an outside door and that one's locked. Okay. So it's like, we're in a room that goes to another room and that both doors are locked. Okay. Got it? hmm And it's not hot. Okay. Got it. Just keep reminding me. Okay. Didn't think that this was... <laughs> You know, sometimes you like prepare to tell the story and like there's certain things where I'm like, oh, this is going to get Ketron or this is how she's going to react. Yeah. This wasn't in my bingo card. Well, I don't that I'd think, have to explain to her. I don't think we ever have talked about how hot I find James McAvoy. Like, I don't think that's ever been a conversation we've had. You know, Professor X, young Professor X from the X-Men. Hey. Who else Who is plays? He? Uh, that's really the only thing. He's lots of things, but I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. But I do know he plays opposite Michael Fassbender, who's young Magneto from the X-Men. So that's why they kind of live in the same place in my brain. And I'm always kind of like, what if there was a James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender sandwich and I was the meat? Mm. (laughs) A little Eiffel Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now there's a flashback. Okay. And it's little baby Casey. And she's very okay. cute. Aww. She kind of looks like me when I was little. She's got cute. a little, little curly brunette, big brown eyes. And she's like at dinner at some restaurant with like her dad and her uncle, John, I think. Okay. And they're talking about deer hunting. Like this is like something that they love. And Uncle John, it, or, or dad is kind of like joking with Uncle being like, oh, you had buck fever, you had buck fever. And they're like making jokes, like being like, and he's like, Casey, what are you supposed to look at? You know, and you clearly like dad and Casey have a very cute relationship. And like, he's teaching her how to hunt, you know, because mm-hmm. um, he's like, what are you supposed to look at? And she's like the body. And he's like, then how does Uncle John know how big the rack was or whatever? And she's like, because he had buck fever. And they kind of like, <laughs> like laugh, like it's cute. Um and then he's like, is that what you're going to do? Like when you get your mentor hunting license in three oh. years or something like that. Okay. And yada, yada, yada. He's like, remember, always put your, your gloves on, like your feet and your hands get cold first. Okay. So now we're back to, oh no, now we're somewhere else new. 
Oh, where are we? We're in a really um, high, beautiful, like wood brown stairwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an older woman who I think is like a psychologist, basically, like a doctor of some sort. But um, she is at, I think it's her home and her office, sure. is my understanding. So I she's walking a lot out, of she goes, A lot of psychologists and psychiatrists have like home offices often. In movies, at least. In movies, they do. Yeah. But anyone I've been, been to is in an office. office. Yeah, but no, like, I can't think of anyone who would want their patients coming to the no! less. Or even knowing where their house is. Yeah, Please, then we no, have a, a just a what about Bob situation all over the place. If I could remember that movie, I bet it's a great reference. Very <laughs> it funny. Is. Good job. Everybody, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so she's just like making coffee or whatever, you know, kind of doing her thing. And like on the news behind her, there's and it's the Philly news. Actually, mm. it's either a an actor that I recognize from that area or be an actual Philadelphia news person. Because I was Shut like, oh, my gosh, that's up. in my brain. I was like, oh, that's like the actual Philly news guy. And I was like, I guess it could just be an actor. That you know, but it could I'm be gonna either. Put, I'm going to put money on it being an actual Philly news guy. Let's post mortem it, but I'm going to okay. put money on that that it's an actual Philly news guy. Regardless, I love that my buddy M does that. Yeah, I, I actually do think he's. I've, there's other ones that I've watched by him where it really is Philly news. Yeah, Philly news guy. Anyway, um, but I did used to do casting in that area, too. So it's like he could just oh, look true. familiar to me yeah. in general. So anyway, uh, he's talking about how three teen girls are missing. So it's on right. the news about the girls being abducted. And she gets a little bing on the computer and she has an email from Barry S. And it says, um, need to see you urgent. Okay. Cut to now. Back to the girls. I think now they're just sort of talking about what to do, basically. Okay. Like, Jenna's like, the door is locked. Marsha's like, there's a second door. And Jenna is, like, upset about how they reacted before. Because she's like, oh, my gosh, we screamed and we cried. And, like, we, we just, like, didn't do anything. Like, that's Aww. victim shit. Like, we need to fight Aww. them. We need to fight them, you know? Poor Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. And Casey says, like, he, I watched him pick up pick one of you up and carry you out of here like one punch from him would knock us out you know right. like he's big and strong yeah and she's like i took karate for six months like blah, blah, blah. Oh, honey baby <laughs> honey baby um and casey just looks at them and says everything is so easy for you guys but it's not going to be like that here oh and so Jenna's like, so you're just not going to fight at all? The only chance we have is all three of us going crazy, you know what I mean, and fighting him, you know? Oh, and which is what I said earlier. Good job, me. <laughs> and then Marsha comes over and is, like, really sweet to Casey and says, we need you, Casey. Jenna's really smart. We should listen to her. And she says, I'll do it if you do. Like, we can work together, you know? And Casey just says, he'll hurt us. Mm. And she shakes her head no. And they, Jenna kind of fights for it more. And Casey says, blow me. And 
also your six months of karate at the King of Prussia Mall can blow me as well. I mean, they can blow, it can blow me a little <laughs> bit. You know. And I was like, Emma! Oh my gosh, there's so many Easter eggs in here for me, Em. Thank you, buddy. That's so fun. (laughs) I'm like, I've been to the King of Prussia Mall. Hello. (laughs) So, uh, and I think Jenna just yells at her, like, why are you like this or something? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Now we get another flashback. It's dad and little baby Casey. And I think like they're sitting in a tent, but he has the gun out and he's teaching her about hunting, like telling her what to do. So he's like, you know, you have to move with it and and you'll learn to stay with it over time. And he says the females are always smarter than the males. And he says, just like humans. (laughs) Not wrong. Not wrong. Cheers to that, dad. And little baby Casey says something about, you know, boys in school or whatever. It's cute. I just wrote uncle with, oh, uncle just comes over and cracks a beer and hands one to dad. Okay. So that's our flashback. I thought it said bear. And I was like, they're not hunting bears, though. They're hunting deers. Oh. So not sure what this <laughs> line is. Back to the girls. Casey tells them, I'll let you know when I hear something that makes sense. Like, we don't even know what this is yet. Okay. All right. Which is, I mean, I'm picking up what wrong. she's putting down. Yeah, she's not wrong. We don't know what kind of, yeah. I but agree. I feel like we're starting to understand that she's been trained to hunt, you know, mm-hmm. and so, and to kind of look at things has, in a specific way. So, has more of a str- strategy about yeah. being the hunted at the moment. And mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now, Jay, who is Jay? James McAvoy. Oh, James McAvoy. Not Jenna. We didn't know that her name was Jenna. I didn't know her name was Jenna at the time. He's at the doctor, the psychologist lady. Okay. And he's very, like, he's talking a little different than before. He's a very, like, thick New York accent now. And he's wearing one of those beanies that are, like, rolled up above the ears, sort of. And is talking about fashion and all his fashion designs. And he's like a little flamboyant. Mm -hmm. And his name is Barry. Okay. And so he's talking, showing her his drawings and stuff and just yada, yada, yada fashion. And doctor asks, you know, what's going on? And he's like, oh, you mean the email? (laughs) Just the usual things. No big Mm -hmm. deal, you know. And he's walking around her room, just looking around like, her house and stuff and she asks how work's going and he says oh great you know and he the doctor says they say that you're a model employee which is really wonderful seems like you're functioning very well out of all my patients like you've been the most consistent at your job great wonderful yeah congratulations to me but she's you know asks "Did, did something happen you know, trying to figure out, A, why he emailed, you know. Right. Because it said what? It just said, like, urgency. It said, need or to see you, urgent. Urgent. Okay. Yeah. But he's kind of acting like nothing's wrong right nothing's now. Nothing's wrong. So, yeah. But that's strange. So he just looks at her and says, how old are you? And, you know, asks if she lives alone and she always has and stuff like that. And mostly he's saying, who will look after us after you're gone? 
and she says, "Oh, don't worry, I've made arrangements with a doctor in Baltimore." Baltimore like she has plans. Yeah, that was a oh little gosh. shout out to you from my oh. buddy M. Thanks, Em. That's yeah. so sweet. So Barry's walking around, and he kind of looks at one of the. There's like a candy dish or something on her table, and he like adjusts it properly. Okay, to, you know, be lined up. What candy? And in it? Uh, like chocolatey. Um, what are those round ones that are Rolos? No, you unwrap like each round ball. It's a circle, and then inside is a creamier chocolate. Rocher Ferrer Ferrer Rocher. Closer to that, but okay. not with the crunchies. Do you think we should like spend a little bit more time on this <laughs> where I try to guess some chocolates? <laughs> My hairdresser just had them, which is why I'm thinking of a specific one. Oh. Don't even know if it was those. Cool. Looked like him. And uh, he said, I'm, I'm much better now. Like, I shouldn't even have emailed, you know. And he said, by the way, does, does anyone even care about us? And she says, yes, actually, I have, I'm doing a presentation or something for the University of Paris over Zoom. Okay. Before they, you know, before Zoom, but <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Skype, probably. Yeah. And... So Isn't it he's wild like, how the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to Zoom? Man. The best thing that ever happened to Zoom. Skype was like, we got this market on lock, and then they couldn't hang. And Zoom came in and was like, hold my beer, bitch. Yeah. Good for everyone who had a stock in Zoom. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Can tell, my bank account can tell you that right now. <laughs> it wasn't me. Sees. <laughs> So he starts to leave and she sort of stops him and he says, oh, no, I was just here for a visit. And, and she's like, well, don't you want your sketches? You're usually very protective of them. Hmm. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll, I'll be back next week at our usual time. Think, thanks for fighting for us, Doc. And okay. he leaves. But Doctor okay. has concerned face. Me too. So now it seems to be like later the doctor's saying goodbye to another patient and her little neighbor lady is looking out the door. And so she goes in with her and they watch TV, Wheel of Fortune or something. And the lady is a little judgmental and she's sort of like, do you believe your patients? And the doctor says, yeah, I, I, I do believe them. Yeah. And she says, you know, a lot of people look at people who've been shattered as less than, but mm. what if they're actually more than us? Okay. And the neighbor lady's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> and then yells at the screen for people spinning the wheel with their thumbs and then needs to order something from QVC. From QVC. Got it. I'm getting a full picture. Which is also from outside the Philadelphia area. No big deal. Is it really? Yeah. No shit. I thought QVC was just everywhere and in our hearts. I, no I think it is shown everywhere and in our hearts, but the filming is there. I just thought it was filmed just up in the clouds, up in heaven. <laughs> just just an endless virtual stop. mall of things I don't need. Yeah. Cut to the girls. Mm-hmm. They're looking through the little keyhole of the okay. door so they can see, like, outside 
in the next the room that's right outside, there's a, a lady walking around and we hear her talking to black shirt guy. And she's saying she calls him Dennis, same's Dennis. And you know, we can't see like faces. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, so we just yeah. see her only actually. And she's sort of saying She's walking around and she's saying something like, I thought you had this under control. Like, I'm really concerned. Is she in that room right now? Question two, what do you do? What do the girls do? Uh, I think the girls, can the girls like hear this conversation? Yeah, Mostly yeah. they could just like see that there's a lady like okay. directly outside of this door. I think and- they probably like start screaming for help. Being like, we're in here, we're in here. Help us. This guy fabrized us. Um, I think, actually, I think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to try and get a little bit more information about who this woman is before I alert her to my whereabouts. Point for them. Okay. They do exactly that. Great. They scream, we're here, we're in here, help us, help us, we're in here. And we hear Dennis say, don't you go in there. And she says, how many are there? And now our door unlocks and in walks in James McAvoy dressed as a woman. What? When I'm looking through the peephole, I'm peepholing, all right? Yes. Did I see no James cases. McAvoy, but did I see two people? No. I only... Okay. We just so heard I, two voices. I heard two voices. Okay. Looks like we got a little Norman Bates situation type thing happening. Okay. So this is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. And she's very refined. Oh, like me. I relate. If you could picture yourself and then 180 degrees it. (laughs) It's that. That felt like a dig. (laughs) (laughs) And she just looks at them and says, don't worry. I'll talk to him. He listens to me. He's not well. But Ah, he knows he's not allowed to touch you. He knows that. He already did, though. And she she was scolding him for that. Oh. Basically, she was saying... He he knows why you're here and that he's not allowed to touch you. She's reassuring them that he won't be doing any of that business anymore. That will not be happening. Patricia's my girl. Got it. And she leaves and locks the door. Back to the doctor. She's talking to some other doctor man who's probably in charge of her. All the the head doc, the boss doctor. Yeah. From probably university because she's trying to, you know how they are always trying to do, get the next level. Go to the things of the, be like my, My, I'm the doctor I figured out. Yep, needs to I get in the published books, this published and known and uh, recognized and by peer the reviewed 
the the court of doctors. The court of doctors. What is this fucking fruit fly flying around my fucking face? (laughs) (laughs) Continue. So. (laughs) I'm about to Febreze this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So. Head doctor is saying, sorry, our friend doctor. Her name's Dr. Fletcher. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Dr. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> our friend doctor. Her name's our Dr. Fri- friend. Uh, Dr. Well, friend. It is now. <laughs> okay. Dr. Friend is not going to be able to have a panel at the national convention. <gasps> it's because she's a woman, isn't it? They said instead... She could be part of the mood disorder panel. And Dr. Friend says, it's not a mood disorder. Oh, because I'm a woman? Because women are so moody? That's why I get to be part of the mood panel? I see. I'm just so moody. Maybe I'm getting my period. (laughs) Kim's part of the patriarchy. She's, she doesn't like me speaking my mind as a woman. May I continue with the tale that I'm telling? Please continue. That isn't about the fucking patriarchy at the moment. Everything is. Keep going. Oh, my God. I'm leaving this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) So she's like, it's not a mood disorder. The people are what they believe they are. And... Um, he's, you know, she's like, he's talking about like the extra stuff that she's given to try to prove it or whatever. And he's like, oh, that's sorry. Come on, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, they are capable of, they like, they are capable of something more than us. Some of them have changed their body with their thoughts, their body chemistry with their thoughts. Do tell. That's why visualization and manifestation are real. So that's why she's a doctor of that. I should develop a mood disorder. Great. It's not a mood disorder. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the girls. Yep. They're like, I have to ask a quick question about their room just because like, I, I feel like I need to, just refresh my memory on like the four walls of the room that I'm in. First of all, like how big is the room? Are we talking like a warehouse type size room or are we talking about like a a bedroom, a bedroom? Okay. And then you were like one wall is like stone and like unfinished kind Mm -hmm. of one wall. The opposite of that is a really nice, like tiled bathroom. No, it's like, um, what's that called? Just that people put in that's a wall? (laughs) A divider? A room. (laughs) Drywall? Drywall. It looks like drywall, and then there's a door into a bathroom, but it looks very, like, white and clean. You know what I mean? Yes. It doesn't look like the bathroom of a dingy 
basement cave bedroom. Okay. Which and the then, rest of the room looks like. Which okay. is just interesting. Okay. And then there's there's a door on a third wall that goes to another room where we saw or heard two people mm-hmm. talking. Yes. Okay, got it. All right. And now the girls are discussing how James McAvoy slash Patricia slash Dennis was having a full conversation with himself. Sure. And he said something about them being food or something like that. Like the food is waiting or something. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden, um, Dennis comes back in dressed as black, black pants, black button up, all the way buttoned up, all the way with his glasses. And he Mm -hmm. comes back in and he has a bucket with him, like a cleaning bucket. Oh, okay. Okay. I just didn't know what he was going to use the bucket for. That's all. Sure. Sure. It, It looks like cleaning supplies. Okay. And he comes back in and he looks at the bathroom. He's like, oh, can you just... Can you just keep your area neat, please? And he's like, here, I brought this for you. Uh, it's, uh, it's color-coded, so you know what to do. Like, this this oh. one is for, like, the floor, and this is for this. And so he, like, hands it to them. So they all three just go into the bathroom to start cleaning, basically. Okay. And Dennis says, Patricia reminded me uh, that I was sent to get you for a reason, that you are sacred food, and I, I promise not to bother you again. Uh, I feel like referring to me as food is bothersome. <laughs> I feel so he's bothered. not going to carry you out and try to make you dance for him or whatever else. <sighs> All right. So okay. at least that's off the table. I'll take it. So he leaves, and Marsha says, he said that, like, we're sacred food. Maybe he has a dog or something he's gonna feed us to the dog cut to doctor friend (laughs) she has um kind of files out notes and stuff like that i can only assume it's about barry Mm -hmm. and it has like a child's drawing basically of a big scary monster in it but she's gone gone down to sleep now we're just kind of scanning over that so it's fun telling an M night story because there's so many tidbits along the way. Oh, where I'm just like, I'm just watching your face. Take on, take it all in. Yeah. I'm, I, I, as opposed, I guess, as opposed to other times she's told me movies, I'm, I've never taken anything in, <laughs> which I mean, my scores, my scores support that theory. That's not what I meant, but <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> But I just feel like you're like, okay, interesting. Well, what is, it is what, like I feel like everything you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Which is fair, exactly, because it is an M Night Shyamalan movie, and he mm-hmm. he that's that's his goal is to have you be constantly, yeah, saying what the fuck does that mean? Back to the girls, um, best friends on their bed wake up Casey. I think they're kind of like Casey, Casey, and she opens her eyes. And they, like, look over to the doorway. The door is open. And, like, little James McAvoy is just, like, sitting in the doorway and, like, smiles over at them. Oh, no. And he's wearing, like, a yellow and blue tracksuit. Okay. 
And he says, hi, my name's Hedwig. I have red socks. Hi. (laughs) And and Hedwig says, he's on the move. And Casey asks, who? Someone. Someone coming and you're not going to like it. And they're like, why don't you tell us? And he's like, I'm not supposed to say. He's done awful things to people and he's going to do awful things to you. I have blue socks too. Oh, no. And Casey asks, how old are you, Hedwig? And he says, nine. Nine. Okay. And Casey's like, so you're not the guy that took us? And he says, no. (laughs) Aww. And they're like, and you're not the lady? And he's like, what, are you blind? (laughs) I love little baby Hedwig. (laughs) And Casey asks, so you don't know how they think? And he's like, they don't tell me much. I just ate a hot dog. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I'd love a hot dog. And then Casey asks for help. Can you help us? And he's like, No, I, I'm not supposed to be here. I stole the light from Mr. Dennis, but he'll be back soon. He'll get angry, etc. Et okay, cetera. see ya. And like starts to walk away. And they're like, and Casey's like, Wait, I, I, I heard something. And she sits down on the floor, like next Smart. to her bed. Smart. And she says, Come here, I'll whisper it to you. And so he walks over not standing like a full-grown man like literally as if he's crouched on his knees and he just walks on over because he's nine it is wild i okay okay Uh, like he walks standing up you know what i mean but like crouched but stand like he's not crawling over or anything like he's just like a little person yeah (laughs) interesting okay question three what you're Casey, what do you tell him? What do you what does she Ooh, tell him? Oh, there's so many things that I could think of to trick a nine year old into doing my bidding. Um, which I've never done before. I mean, what if I just went with something simple of like let's just lay it on thick and just kind of be like, you know, we're all magical witches and we can grant you whatever you wish for if you let us out and help you know don't tell Dennis don't tell Patricia don't tell anybody um and I think she does something Similar, like tries to get him to let them out by telling him that there's somebody that they're not, that they're magical, that they'll grant wishes or some shit. Yeah. I'll give a point for you. That's a good idea. Thank you. She tells him, this guy is actually coming for you. Oh. And he's like, you're a fibber. Hmm. And she says, no. Or no, she's, he's like, oh, you're a fibber. Mr. Dennis, he said that he followed these two girls for four days and he knows that they were the ones. Oh, no. And she says, well, when you're not around, they talk about how they want a boy this time. You. Oh. And he's okay. like, no, Miss, Miss Patricia, she's not even mad at me anymore. She, 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 they think I'm stupid and then I make silly mistakes. 
And she's like, think of us. We're like your babysitters. We'll let you watch TV um, and eat fun things for dinner. And Hedwig's like getting scared. He's like starting to tear up a little bit. And she says, we'll all get out of here together, but we have to hurry. Mm -hmm. Hurry. We have to hurry. (laughs) Hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) We have to hurry up. (laughs) Hurry up, Barry. <laughs> Why are words that end in you are why? They're so so weird for me to say. Hard for you. <laughs> They're so hard for you. And Hedwig says, "Oh, I mean, it took forever to get this place safe without those nosy bodies that work here. Mm. I have to go blow my nose." And he Aww. leaves. <laughs> Little cutie. He's very cute. And then Casey is thinking they made the room safe. And then she looks at the wall and is like, this is all new drywall, like Mm -hmm. this wall. Mm -hmm. And then they all start banging on the walls and the ceiling because these aren't the stone parts, you know? Right, right, right. And Jenna hits a part of the ceiling that's hollow. Yay! Smart. And... So then she starts, she picks up like her heels and starts like breaking open the drywall from the ceiling and it opens mm-hmm. up to a grate. And she's like, oh my gosh, Casey, you were right. This is a way out. Casey's so Casey's, so smart. She is. She's watching through the key, keyhole and she says, he's here. And Hedwig is as outside and, you know, he hears the banging. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Hey. And, you know, he starts to unlock the door. Jenna <laughs> is still <laughs> opening up the drywall gate situation on the uh, grate, I should say more, um, in the ceiling. So what do Marsha and Casey do when Hedwig unlocks the door so he can enter? So he's about to come in and see them doing this. Mm-hmm. I think hand in hand, mm, I think I'm going to pull the old secret trick where you tell a kid, I have a really important secret to tell you. And like, you're the only one who knows and you can't tell anyone. And then they're like excited that they know a secret. And then, you, you know, you just make, something up whatever you want it to be and it's like but you can't tell them that we left or that you know you know how we got here or you know how we left or whatever the fuck um so try to like basically try to like include Hedwig Mm -hmm. in the plan um because obviously I was about to be like maybe tell him to like come with us but you don't know when he's gonna be Dennis again so like you can't Mm -hmm. do that um so he comes in. Does the door lock from the inside? Mm-mm. Okay. I guess it doesn't matter because I'm... Okay. Um, He's unlocking the door right now from the outside. Yeah. I don't know. We'll go with secret secret time. Be a part of our team, little Hedwig. I'll give like a half point for you. I don't have high hopes for that, but... I don't really either. <laughs> Marsha and Casey 
hold the door closed. Mm. And he's pushing, mm. but he's nine. Interesting. So, okay. Oh, and she did, the doctor did say they can change their body chemistry. So, like, if he believes he's nine, he has the strength of a nine-year-old. So they're holding the door okay. shut, and Marsha says, we're changing. Give us a second. And he's like, come on, guys, it's not funny. And Jenna gets down the grate, and he's yelling outside, and he starts kind of, like, running at the door to try to open it. And she's climbing up into the shaft, and he walks away out of sight now from the little keyhole. Mm-hmm. And then we hear kind of, like, a noise to the side, and then he comes back, and Denish, Denish. Dennis pushes the door open. Pushes the door open. Because he's much stronger. Right, 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 right. So, but like, just out of curiosity, like, he's still, like, Dennis is still dressed like Hedwig. Like, he didn't, he can't do like quick changes. I can't remember if he is at this point. Like, he might have taken off that yellow jacket. Mm. Okay. Just getting a sense of like how quick his costume changes are yeah he didn't like change his whole outfit i i but um maybe took like, i think the jacket he might off. have taken the jacket off okay and he pushes the door open jenna is now up in the fucking shaft and crawling through and she comes upon another grate pushes that open and jumps down and it's just like a dirty pipe basement hallway so she just starts running and kind of like machines and machine sounds like i don't know what it is okay Ma- maintenancey boiler room yeah but okay. we're in like hallways so she's running and we hear dennis behind her being like hey and she gets to a point where there's some like lockers and so she just gets in one of the lockers and hides and he's like calling for her and he ends up walking by and she's doing that thing where she holds her mouth yeah um And to be fair, I mean, I breathe really heavily when I'm out of breath. So I'm just like, would I do that? Would I do it? Would I be like, (sighs) would I do it? Yeah. Maybe I would. I guess I guess guess for me, and I think this is probably what you're up against as well, is like whenever actresses do that, it doesn't feel like they're out of breath and trying to be quiet about that. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't right. feel this like felt that. a little bit like that. Okay. Like she was trying to shush herself. Cause yeah, I agree. Like if I'm out of breath, <laughs> like I, I, you know, it's hard to, but it, it always feels like they're like holding in their own unbridled scream. And I'm like, I feel guys. like it usually feels like less that they're out of breath and more that they're scared breathing, scared breathing. And so they're yes. trying to hide their scared breathing where, I think I could hide my scared breathing without my hand, but my out of breathness, a hand might help. I think, I think you're, I think we've really cracked the case on this. (laughs) I apologize in advance. This episode's going to be very long. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm going to shut the fuck up. It's already a two hour movie. Oh, no. I'll shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm going to stop talking the whole rest of the time. Or for everyone else, not you. You got to be here no matter what. Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm only on my first notebook, and we're oh no, an hour deep. okay, here we go. <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you can talk. So, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Dennis walks by. She's holding her face, and then he's right at the door. Uh. 
And he says, I thought I lost you. Step outside, please. We're more powerful than you think, okay? Step outside. Oh, because he's got that New York accent or some shit. Or whatever he Kim's he has like a right slight now. New York accent. I guess it's probably Philly, actually. Yeah. I'm just going to go Philly. What am I go doing? Philly. Go Philly, bitch. What am I doing with this New York accent? Full Philly. Let your full Philly fly. Yeah. All right. So he, he makes has her step out of the locker. slight one. Barry has a bit of a fuller one. He's, he's okay. got the thickest. And we're talking to Dennis. Dennis. Okay. Uh, he's like, step outside. And so she does... And he says, you shouldn't trick children. Mm. Shows who you are. Mm. Oh, your sweater, it's, it's, it's ruined. It's so dirty. Remove it, please. But he's, he's not like looking at her like, yeah. like he's almost like looking away, but he's like, you, you have to take it off. Like it's, yeah. it is dirty, but like, right. <laughs> he's like, just remove it. <laughs> so she takes it off and just has a bra on. So she kind of like covers herself. And he's just holding his head and, and then he's like, I'm, I'm trying to be good. Okay. <laughs> he's like clearly holding himself back. Yeah. Cut to Dennis is in, he's in a hallway area that has some doors, but it's still basementy underground just next to less machines and things. Okay. Uh, and he's screwing a little lock that you click, 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 mm-hmm. click up, click over. Got it. Up and over. What are those? A latch. Called? Like a latch lock uh, into a room. And we see that Jenna is now in the room by herself. So she oh, has her shoot. new room. She got in oh, trouble. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. That sucks. And it's just like a large storage room, sort of. Like there's like some shelves and shit. Now he's inside the girls' room and he's fixing the ceiling and he says, you will not see your friend again. She will be separated. And she says, take your shirt off and your skirt. They're, they're dirty. They're, they're dirty from the dust. So Marsha has to take her skirt off and she's wearing underwear and Casey takes her shirt off and there's just a long sleeve zip up jacket underneath. Like she had like a flannel shirt on Uh like a long sleeve flannel. And it's like another long sleeve jacket (laughs) thing is underneath. Okay. So um, now we cut to back to our doctor friend. And she's doing her presentation for the University of Paris on the on DID. Dissociative, Dissociative Identity, Identity Disorder. Disorder. AKA multiple personalities. Yeah. Which is what she's the doctor of, which I'm sure you figured out by now. Yes. So she's just explaining about how it can show up in one person and how each identity can have completely different body chemistry. So she's like, one can have high cholesterol and all the others don't. One can be allergic to bees. The rest are not. Yada, yada, yada. Ah! Yeah. And she says something. She calls it taking the light whenever one kind of... Steps okay. Steps like forward, steps basically. Into the light. Got it. Yeah. And someone asks, "Oh, have you ever heard of two being in the light at the same time?" And she says, "That doesn't seem like it's a thing that often." But she's like, "One time, I had a patient who had two, and her right arm and her left arm were like writing and doing different things or something ah! like that." And she says, "The differences can be extremely dramatic between the identities, like." It, 
completely different IQs, completely different physical strengths. She's like, it's astounding. They're just as different as like between me and you and every other person in this room. Yeah. And she says maybe through their suffering, they've been able to unlock the full potential of the brain. And there's some Mm. form of supernatural. Mm. Never thought of it that way. Okay. Interesting. So now we see Barry coming up the stairs to the doctor and he's, we're at our home office again and he's telling her all about his fashion work and he's going on and on and on. And she just stops him and says, who are you? And he's like, I'm Barry. And she says, I don't think you are. Uh Uh-oh. She says, you emailed for an unscheduled appointment two days in a row now. And he's like, it's just like normal overwhelm. I'm, I'm, you know, I was overwhelmed then and now I'm fine. It's fine. And she says, I don't think so. I think that Orwell or Jade or Samuel or Heinrich had had the light and they emailed me. And then Mm. you're here to tell me that you're okay. And he's like, no, I emailed you. And she says, can I talk to one of them? And he says, no, this is my session. And she asks, to whom am I speaking? And he says, Barry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she says, well, Barry is an extroverted leader. And some other things I think about him. And that's like, she says, my professional guess, based on the 23 identities in Kevin's body that I've learned of from Barry, is that you are Dennis. Okay. But you've been banned from the light because oh. of your proclivity to watch young girls dance naked. Oh, no. One of my personalities is a pervert. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. And she says, which you know is wrong and don't want to be like that you know but she says it's nice to finally meet you and she says also i've noticed that you've adjusted the chocolate dish at least three times since you've been here and that you also have ocd Mm. that dennis Dennis has has ocd OCD, so it's one of the things that tipped her off right and he's like no i'm not dennis (laughs) and she says you and patricia are banned from the light also because of some of your beliefs. And What's Patricia's deal? Uh-oh. She asks, have you both taken charge now? And he's still trying to say he's Barry. And she says, please forgive me. It's, <laughs> it's my job to challenge you. Sure. And he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, look at my shirt. Talks about like, oh my gosh, it's from three seasons ago. I can't even believe it. Look, and then he opens up one of the chocolates and like takes a bite and then rubs it on his shirt. And he's like, see, I'm not Dennis. I wouldn't do this if I was Dennis. I'm Barry. Uh-oh. And he gets up and he ends up leaving. But she is, she's, she's a good doctor. I'm she impressed. She what's up. I'm impressed. So we cut to her and her video assistant man played by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, and they're looking at the video surveillance from the cameras outside of the house. I think she's in a like a beautiful. This is how. Do you ever watch the show on Apple? Uh, the M Night Shyamalan Servant started it. Didn't 
Oh, did I start? They it? live in like beautiful like brownstones there. Yeah, this is it with like Rupert Grant situation mm-hmm. in it? And is there? I think I only watched the pilot, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. So, anyway, it's just a camera on the outside of the house, and you know she tells him the time that he left, so to look then, and we see that trash had been spilled outside on mm-hmm. the sidewalk. Um which she must have noticed like when she walked in or something like that. So now we're watching like someone's walking by and they kind of walk around the trash and then we see Barry walk down the steps and he stops and looks at it and then like puts his hat on and he walks right through the trash. And M is like, he walked right through it. Like Mm -hmm. he can't be bothered by it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And she says any normal person would have walked around it. Oh. That was an act. Interesting. Aha! This bitch, our doctor friend, is, she is a smarty smart. pants. She deserves her own panel. She really Fuck deserves the patriarchy. Her own panel. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Finally, no, just, Kim is. It's less patriarchy and more that they don't believe in uh, dissociative identity disorder. There. Because a woman is telling them. Continue. <laughs> so she just is kind of staring at the screen and says, what are you up to, Dennis? Or is it Patricia that's deciding things? Mm. So she knows what's up. Now we've got Marsha and Casey. Marsha still wants to figure something out of like how to get out of there. Casey's just laying. And Jenna's in a room by herself. Yeah. Okay. Now we get another flashback. Of Casey, little baby Casey, dad and her uncle, and they're hunting deer and something about outsmarting animals and they cheers or something. I don't know. More back to hunting. Casey now wakes up and Patricia comes in with a meal. Mm. She brings them meals and she sits down and she's brushing Casey's hair very gently. Mm. And she says, you like it. It's made with paprika. She says, I'm going to put flowers in your hair to show how important you are and put flowers in both of them. She says, come along, let's have a proper meal. And so we go out of the room. (gasps) And this room is like a computer office room. There's like clothes and stuff around too, but uh, it's like a bigger room. They go out of there. Everything's like cave basement-y, so like it's hard to tell. Okay. And this was a a little bigger. There was definitely a computer in there, but there was also clothes hanging up and stuff. Um, But we kind of just walk through it anyway. We don't even go into it. We walk through, and now we get into that hallway, Mm -hmm. which we've seen before, which is the one where he, like, locked her. So there's multiple doors in this hallway. But right across the door, or right across the hallway, um, is the kitchen. So we go in there, and the two girls sit at the table with their sandwiches, and Marsha asks if Jenna's going to come, and Patricia says no. And mm. she just turns on the radio and talks about music, and she's making sandwiches. So she has their back to them. She so has, okay. Patricia making sandwiches. Behind her, the girls are sitting at the table, and behind that is the doorway. And the doorway takes us back to the hallway to where we had just come to the hallway. From? Oh, to the hallway. Okay, got it. So that's an exit. What you're saying is the door, mm-hmm. okay, is an exit. I mean, got we it. don't know where, like, the hallway goes, but 
the most exit of the exits we've been able to. Sure. It's the most exity exit. Mm hmm. Okay. So she's making sandwiches and talking, tells them some story about lions. And then Casey comes in with some facts about bucks, deer. Mm, okay. Things like that. And she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, and question number five, three pointer. What do you do? What does Marsha do? What does Casey do? And like, what's so Casey is talking to Patricia about hunting, basically. More facts about animals. Okay. Um, and Patricia is making sandwiches in a kitchen type setting. A kitchen. Mm. Her Patricia's back is to me. What if Casey, Casey still feels like so apprehensive. Like she still feels like she isn't going to pounce unless she like is positive that she has the upper hand. But I'm wondering, can I coordinate? Can I coordinate with, can Casey and um, uh, Marsha coordinate? They can eyeball talk. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm Casey and I'm going to eyeball talk to Marsha to be like, make a run for the door. When Patricia turns around to see that Marsha's running for the door, I, Casey, am going to run towards a knife of some kind and weaponize myself and potentially stab the fuck out of Patricia because I'm the hunter girl. So I feel like that's what I should do. But basically I'm going to have Marsha create a distraction. Um, and then I guess that would, and I also have to be Patricia. You have to be yourself. Oh, myself. Oh, that's right. That's the third person. (laughs) 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 I think I'm going to create, do this whole distraction knife situation as well. I'll give you, Two half points. All right. They're talking lions and bucks. And then all of a sudden, Patricia slams the knife down. And she says, she was just cutting the sandwich. And she says, it's crooked. Uh Uh-oh. Start again. Oh, no. she pulls out more bread. And she says, you know, tigers. Facts about tigers. Yada, yada, yada. Marsha's looking at the door. And Casey eyeballs no. And Marsha slowly stands and lifts up her chair and then hits Patricia in the back and runs away. And so Patricia turns around. Casey just kind of like pushes the table. And Patricia says, holds the knife and says, go to your room and shut the door. Okay. And Casey does go to the room. And Marsha is just running around trying other doors. I don't even know what room she's in, but she's looking for keys or something. She's just like checking all the things. And she, she might have even just gone back into that computer room. I'm not really sure. Okay. Because uh, all of a sudden, Patricia's just like there behind her in whatever room she's in. And she's quoting some poetry or something and just says, shh, and comes up to Marsha and holds a knife to her stomach. Uh-oh. And she says, you've never suffered. That's why we chose you. Oh, no. 
And now she locks Marsha in her own storage closet room in the hallway. Okay, so with now another little cl- slide lock, little slidey lock. Okay. So Dennis comes into Casey in their original room, and he says, "Your friend is going to be kept in the other closet. The beast is coming for you, but we're going to be <gasps> keeping beast. all three of you separate." Shit. Oh, there's oh no. There's a crumb on your shirt. There's a crumb on your shirt. Please. Can you take it off? Can you take it off? (laughs) So now she unzips her. Her uh, her under sweatshirt. Her under flannel. And she has like another long sleeve shirt on. Oh, ma'am, what is (laughs) happening? (laughs) But it's like one of those like thin kind of white ones. And you can see she has just like a. Like a. um, Like a long tank top. Like a a little tank top underneath sort of. Long, Long johns. Doesn't matter. Cut back, flashback again to her camping. Um, And her dad is sleeping in the tent. And her uncle is like outside and he's like stretching and stuff. And little baby Casey's just like standing there. Like like she's like awake and she's just kind of like staring out into the woods. Mm. Cut to Casey waking up in the room. The door is open and Hedwig is behind her in bed. Uh, Hi. He's like, it's not nice what you said about... Miss Patricia, you lied to me. And she's like, sorry, Hedwig. <laughs> He's like, you made me scared, etc. Sorry, asshole. Mr. Dinner, Mr. Dennis says, you uh, wear a lot of shirts. I like this one. <laughs> wear a lot of shirts. Yeah. And he starts talking about they all wait in chairs for the light and Barry is the one who decides who stands in the light. Oh, okay. And he says, Dennis, Miss, Miss Patricia, Mr. Dennis lost that power because of me. But he's like, I can wish myself into the light anytime. It's like my special power. Oh, and that he's like, that's why Mr. Dennis and Miss Patricia said I could be with them. And they believe in the beast. Uh-oh. And Casey asks, have you seen the beast? And he says, no. Can I kiss you? He's like, uh, I wanted to kiss your dark hair friend, but she's she's in the other room. Uh, He's like, no. I don't know much about kissing, though. Uh, uh, and Casey just stares, um, and then she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, okay, one, two, three. And then he literally just like, puts her his face to her face to like, her doesn't face. even like pucker his lips or anything like his Aww. lips are like to the side he's just like <laughs> <laughs> that's and how then, it's like, done pulls away and says you might be pregnant now oh well that's adorable <laughs> and he's like i like dancing do you like dancing i have a cd player in my room it's next to my window kanye west is my boy and then he like starts up and starts dancing this was made in 2016 Question Question six. (laughs) What do you do? What does she do? Um, I think she's like, can I, can I come to your, let's, let's hang out. Can I come to your room? Where's your room? Like, I think I'm going to try to like befriend Hedwig more and sort of try to get more information from him about where everybody lives what's everyone doing right now like what what's their what's their schedule 
What are they allergic to? You know, just all that kind of stuff. Uh, hand in hand. I'm just going to kind of interrogate him. She says, maybe I could listen with you. Mostly because one of the things I just said is that he's a CD player in his room next to his window. Yeah, I guess I was confused about, like, what, like, if the, I guess that's sort of what I was confused about. Like, were the rooms physical rooms or were they rooms, like, in? I don't know, but there's a window. Okay. So she's like, maybe I can listen with you. And he's like, in my room? And she's like, yeah, can you sneak me there? And he's like, are you trying to trick me, et cetera? (laughs) And she says, how about this? What if I tell you something? She sort of does does the secret thing now. She's like, what Mm -hmm. if I tell you something like that I've never told anyone? And then you, you can see if I'm lying. Like, it's like a test. And she says, I get into trouble at school on purpose so I can get detention to get away from everyone mm. and to be alone. Mm. And it's That's very sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> and really then he says, sad. okay, I'll show you my room. But okay. after Mr. Dennis finishes getting ready, uh, he has an appointment and the others are, are trying to tell on us. Okay. So now we cut back to Dr. Friend and Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is most likely Dennis. Talking fashion. Uh-huh. Apparently there was another middle of the night email again. And he's Uh-oh. like, oh, no, I feel better. I feel better. And she says, she brings up an incident of, at work that happened a, a while ago. And she says, I, I want to start to bring these details back. Like maybe we didn't cover it enough okay so she says there was a high school from new jersey they had a field trip there and there were two young ladies who took your hand and put it under their shirt and then under the other shirt and then they laughed and ran away and you think they did it on a dare and were upset about it for many days and he's like yeah i mean i think it was just like a teenage prank or something like that she says, I, I, yeah, I think we went over this incident maybe a little too fast. I, I believe this maybe would have brought up some issues from your childhood, um, from some abuse that you experienced in your childhood. And this can cause a suppressed person to take the light. So it makes sense that Dennis might come forward to try and protect the others. Okay. And Barry sort of laughs and he says, she says, you and Patricia told the group about the beast. So there's stories about the beast of the beast being able to crawl on walls and then it has skin as thick as a rhinoceros or something like that. And she asks, do you, do you really believe that the beast is real? And she says, Dennis, I understand why Kevin needs you. You're strong. You're disciplined. You are not going to be taken advantage of. And you can trust me. Mm. And she says, you know, I do have the ability to use Kevin's full name to bring him forward. Oh. But I wouldn't do that to you because I know it would cause chaos for all of you. And everyone's trying to grab the light then. Um, I I don't want to hurt any of you. Like... 
you are someone who cares for Kevin. Like, you're not evil to me. You're necessary. And she says, Dennis, is that you? Mm -hmm. And he's sort of just kind of staring at her with, like, his eyes a little glisteny. Mm -hmm. And then his body like changes slightly like he like sits up and his face changes and now it's like Dennis voice Dennis. and she, he says they call us the horde we're ridiculed by the rest of them and we don't deserve that we're all struggling and Jack, the doctor says I'm pleased to meet you Dennis and they shake hands oh wow so she's never okay and she says, I, I assume you don't know who emailed me. And he says, no. And she says, are you in charge now? And Dennis says, yes, we've taken charge. We're the only ones that can prote protect Kevin. Okay. And doctor says, well, we're all here to protect Kevin. And he's like, he's very weak. Hmm. And she says, can you tell me when you first came to existence and, and how you and Patricia became aligned? And he gets a little not okay with that question like sure, he just sure. kind of breathes a little deeply it's sort intrusive. of thing you know yeah and doesn't say anything so she kind of moves on and and she says how about this you know you've met the other altars you're all sitting in a room in chairs correct but the beast isn't there so the beast is not an altar. The, the beast is not this like 24th identity mm -hmm. it's just a fantasy it's just fantasy. a story okay so cut to Casey waking up and the door unlocks and it's Hedwig. And he says, let's go. Um, and so we go out of the room, we go down the hall and he's like, shh, be quiet. And we go like up some stairs into some room that has a bunch of child drawings all over it and like a hamster in there. Great. Oh my gosh. I'm worried about that hamster. And he starts playing a CD and starts dancing all around, like just really into it. He does love yeah. dancing. <laughs> then he stops the music and, he, and she says, wow. And he's like, I know, right? And she's like, that's your CD player? And he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like new or anything, you know? Like, and she says, no, I'm just confused. I thought you said it was by a window. By a window, Okay. And he's like, oh, yeah, right here. And he shows a drawing of a, of window. a window. And he's like, look, here it's closed. And then he lifts up to one underneath and says, here it's open. Here it's closed. Here it's open. Oh, gosh, darn it. <laughs> and she just is like staring like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? You thought it was like a real window? Well, yeah. So, so you could leave, et cetera? Well, yeah. And she says, you have to help me get out, Hedwig. Just just, just give me give me the keys and, and let me out the door. And he says, when the beast comes, there's going to be no room. Mm. He says something about the beast coming. Um, no one. Oh, when the beast comes, no one can make fun of me hmm. anymore. So you need to go back to your room. And she's like, no, uh, let's have some more Kanye West. Show me some more cool things. Did, didn't you have something cool you wanted to show me? Show me, show me. She's like begging him. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, fine. And he like hands her a walkie talkie. And she's like, oh, this is nice. And he's like, it's not a toy. And she says, you mean it's real? Real. 
And he says, Mr. Jenis doesn't even know that I stole it. It's, it's pretty cool, right? Like you can uh-huh. just listen to people talking without them even knowing it. Agreed. Question seven. What do you do? What does she do? Take it. Let and be like, this is going to be our, our little secret. We can talk to each other and like use it to spy on the other personalities, I guess, like tell him to make sure to keep it on or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Hand in hand. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) It's a walkie talkie. Okay. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to take the other side of this. And then you and I can like one walkie talkie. Oh, when you said what I, I was thinking of like, okay, it's one walkie talkie that he stole from Mr. Dennis. So, so I can only assume that Dennis has the other one. Okay. No, he stole this from Mr. Dennis. This is Mr. Dennis's walkie But, but I'm saying like, what I meant was like, he, I under, yeah, I'm confusing myself because we're actually talking about one physical person. So where's the, like, where's the other one? So fair. Like, <laughs> So like where is the other one kind of thing? Uh I guess I guess I'll start there like who has the other end of it? Like if you took this from Dennis, where's the other one basically is what I want to know. And get that information first. But then maybe be like Yeah, I'm re- I'm I'm because it's not it's it's physically one body, so I'm trying to figure out how to like use this to my advantage. Because at some point, the other side of it is a personality I don't want to talk. Like I'm like he would have to steal the other one too for me to be able to talk to him, <laughs> and then. I guess that's what I'm going to try to figure out. It's like, let's, let's have this be our secret thing. Like the, I'll take this end. you steal the other end. That's also you. That's I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a conversation with him with a walkie talkie hand in hand. Do you see what I'm saying? I'll give a half a point for you. But like, where is the information? Yeah. Like, where is the other one? Well, she turns it on. Okay. And then it's some guy being like, hey, what's up? Like, this is Tony. Okay. And Hedwig's like, don't talk into it. Don't talk into it. And Casey okay. says, hello. And Hedwig kind of tries to stop her. So Casey, like, hits him and, like, pushes him away. Okay. And she says, hello. My name is Casey. Casey, whatever the fuck my name is, I've been abducted. Da, 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 da. And Hedwig tries to hit her and they're like fighting and struggling. And then she grabs it again and she says, my name is Casey, whoever the fuck, I've been abducted. I need help. Da, 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 da. The guy on the walkie is like, is this Betty? Betty. Betty. Tell John I said, what's up? This isn't funny. Okay. Good joke. Haha. <laughs> okay. And she's like, no, I need you to call the police. I'm in some basement. I don't know where I am. And he's like, Okay, tell Larry I say hi. (laughs) Okay. And then we see Dennis turn and look at her. Okay. And 
this he I think this is where he is still wearing like Hedwig full clothes, but you could tell it's Dennis. It's and Dennis. Not Hedwig. Yeah. And she's still talking. She still just says, I only have a few hours left. Please, I'm begging you, save us. And Dennis okay. just slowly takes it away from her. Okay. Oh, wait, no, it's Patricia. It's Patricia, Patricia takes it away. That's why she just is so Right, poised. right, right. Yeah. And she slowly takes it away. And who the so fuck pre- would Dennis... Okay, continue. I'm still trying to figure out, like, what Dennis wanted with half of a walkie-talkie. And so now I'm confused. Like, I'm... It seemed like a work situation. Oh, because he does have a job and he's doing a good job at his job. He's it employed. like it was just... That's right. Just a work dude on the other end. Got it. Okay. I forgot he, like, actually was employed and might have a reason to have this. Okay. Coming together. Very slowly. Continue. Patricia tells her, tells her to put her hands together in, tr- in contrition. In Patrician Contrition. It's Patrician. <laughs> and they walk back down the hallway back to the room in like prayer hands. And Patricia has a candle and is, I don't know, saying some shit. And Patricia says, Dennis will explain the meaning of this evening. <laughs> I thought Kim froze. <laughs> that was like the most perfect not freeze I've ever seen. <laughs> she was in like mid word, mid facial expression, <laughs> but she was just just reading. <laughs> Continue. Dennis will explain the meaning of this evening <laughs> as she walks away. She leaves. The door open because Dennis, basically, I think Patricia's just going out to the room to change to Dennis, basically, mm-hmm. to the computer room. Um, And so Casey sees a nail, like a, not a fingernail, like a nail, like a screw okay. on the door by the doorway. And so Got she it. goes and like grabs it. Grabs it. So now Dennis comes in and says, the beast is a sentient creature. He's the highest form of human evolution. His presence is something greater than we are. It's a sacred night, but it's almost over. An M night, if you will. An M night! (laughs) (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) Uh, So... Cut back to flashback, little baby Casey, Mm -hmm. and she's in the woods following uncle. So Mm. I think we're a continuation from when dad was sleeping in the tent. So uncle's like walking through the woods. So she follows him and he goes around. There's like a big bunch of boulders or something. So he's like, come on, Casey, let's pretend to be animals again. You know our game. And she's just kind of stands there and he's like, come on play with me he's like i'm gonna tell your dad that you're not being nice and so he goes around the boulders hate that and starts to undress and then crawls on the ground and starts like howling and he's like Mm -hmm. come on casey animals don't wear clothes oh no i did saw i didn't i didn't like it and i Mm -hmm. felt it and i saw it okay Mm -hmm. 
that's why she wears so many clothes. I didn't like this uncle being around. I didn't know why this was happening. I don't like he. Okay. So now we're in the woods and the uncle's like walking back. Like he just got dressed. He's walking back around the boulders and little baby Casey is standing there pointing a shotgun at him. Ah! Well, hooray. And he says, Casey bear. This isn't funny. Is, is that loaded? Yeah, bitch. I'm, I'm your uncle. Come on, stop it, Casey. P- put it down. I'm about to get angry with you. And he kind of grabs the gun from her. And he says, you could have killed me. Cut to like a shot of ca- teenage Casey scream crying in the room, but it's silent. Mm. And now we go to the doctor at her home. And... She hears a ping on the computer and she goes over and there's 20 emails. The whole page is emails from Barry. We need you. We need you. We need you. Oh, no. Dr. Friend. Something is amiss. <laughs> Question eight. What do you do? What does she do? I'm call. I'm going to call the police. I think at this point, like that may seem whatever but like that that scares me and like he could be in various types of danger I feel like if I got that many emails from a client I'd call the fucking police yeah I'm gonna I'm hand in hand I'm gonna call the police or maybe she mm, I'm calling the police I bet she goes there because we're in a movie yay finally Cut to Dennis walking outside now. It's nighttime and he, like, we don't see where he comes from, but he's walking and it's like a big gate that he has to walk through. And as he's opening the gate, a cab pulls out and the doctor gets out. Okay. And she says, you emailed me. Is everything okay? And he says, we're fine. And she says, you know, Kevin's very lucky to have you. I think that you are extraordinary and I don't want you guys to get hurt. And Dennis really takes this in and says, you think we're extraordinary? Oh, and she says, I know you want to tell me something. So why don't you let me in and we'll talk. So cut to them in that hallway. Uh, they sit in some, I don't even know what room this is. This is maybe a room we haven't been in before. This is the, room that a couch is in okay (laughs) but also like maybe we'll find this out later so like maybe that's part of what we're dealing with but I'm like does he live on his own like does he is he Mm -hmm. in an institution no okay like he lives in whatever this basement hallway situation is okay yeah because I was like is this the base the weird basement of an institute like no okay all right but it's okay. Yeah, no, he's on his own. All right. I mean, to be fair, most people don't believe they exist. Right. Like they don't believe in the th- disorder. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Uh, also, I don't think Dr. Friend wants that. She wants them to be able to live their life. Gotcha. So she... 
Okay, so he has her sit in a room that seems to be right next to the kitchen, pretty much. So he's like, oh, please sit down. I, I don't get many visitors down here. Oh, he actually says right now, I, I, they gave me proper quarters in, like, the south side of the building, but we prefer it here or something like okay. that. Since they promoted me to head of maintenance. Oh. So it's something from work, basically. Okay. All right. So maybe he's even he like a building manager or something like that, like a maintenance manager. Okay. So Got it. that's why he gets, they have like this whole basement area, but this room has like a lots of fashion stuff around. Clearly this is where Barry does lots of drawings and things like that and yada, yada. So she says, who, who are you going to meet? Like he was clearly leaving and he brings her he's like oh I don't get many visitors so he like goes and like grabs like a plate that has just like like I don't even know what's on it like maybe a piece of prosciutto or something it was like wrapped in plastic with like a fork and a knife oh no (laughs) it was like something that was wrapped in plastic just being like here you go um with just like a fork and knife and just like puts it on a table for her and he wants to talk about Kevin's mother and what she did to him because he Dennis remembers it all Oh, no. She had some malevolent ways of punishing a three-year-old. Oh, no. So that's when he arrived. And he realized that if he kept everything spotless and completely perfect, it helped. It helped. uh, Stay safe from her a little bit more. Okay. And the doctor says, you know, I've lost so many patients to the system. And... My patients mean everything to me. They're like my family, you know, and she had said earlier that she, she's always been single. You know, they, they had, he'd asked if you live alone and she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know that, you know. Um, so she's like, I, I want you to be truly honest with me or something like that. And he says, yeah, I want to. I lied before when I, um, I don't know who says this, but something about meeting the beast. Well, we'll skip it. I'm sure we'll figure it out later. We'll get there. (laughs) So he starts asking her, like, basically he's looked up her work. And he says, you've talked about a woman who was blind for 10 years. And then she had three, three identities that gained their sight back. And you said that their nerves regenerated because of their beliefs. And she's like, there's no 24th identity. Okay. And he says, we're here to protect what's broken. And I think that you will understand the beast is real. It's emerging now. And you were right about everything. It's, it's much big. And she, I think she asks, like, what, what does it look like or something? And he says, it's much bigger than I am. It's tall. It's muscular. And I'm the biggest of all the, the identities. It has this long hair and like these fingers that are super long, the length of arms or something like that. Kim? And, <laughs> and he says, you're right. We are extraordinary. We're not a mistake. And, you know, like you're the one that like says a lot of these things. And he says he's on the move. Where is he going? Jesus. <laughs> Where is he off to? Where is he moving? Where is he moving? <laughs> Can you tell me? 
I'd like do to we have help. a for do we have a forwarding address by any chance? Thank you so much. I hear you cross on walls. I'd she says, what do you mean he can't be real? There are limits to what a human being is capable of. And she says, what about the other part of the story about the beast? About it, the eating the impure young. What? <laughs> We're eating babies? Ooh, we failed to mention that part before. Oh, we thought he was no. just a strong big Beastie person. But he eats babies. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He eats the impure young. And Dennis says what we're all thinking. Sometimes there's no other way. Uh, especially you if you're you in the Canadian wilderness. And you gotta eat the baby. Gotta eat the babies. Hashtag yellow jackets. Yep. <laughs> And she asks again, who are you going to meet? Dennis says, him. Ah, the beast. Question number nine. What do you do? What does she do? First of all, Eric is still, you, our Sammy's missed this, but we watched a uh, season two of Yellow Jackets with our patrons and Eric and I then watched season two together. So like we're all caught up now. And obviously, if you have a brain, you know that Ben is the well, worst, and well, he should have been eaten I mean, long spoiler ago. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched Yellow Jackets, good lord, Ketrid. Did I say anything that was spoily? That Ben should be eaten. Ben should be eaten. Uh, and he may or may not have been. And uh, Kim and I learned something very upsetting about Eric, and that is that he's Team Ben, and our marriage hasn't been the same ever since. It's pretty and upsetting. And then we decided that we should eat Eric. Yeah. So that's how, this is how Kim and I are telling you that we're now editing the podcast on our own because we ate my husband. And why we relate to Dennis because sometimes there's no other way. Sometimes there's no other way. I think Dr. Friend is like, take me to him like let's go let's go meet the beast let's go want it let's do that let's learn a little bit more about the beast um do i want to do that i don't think i want to do that i th i don't think i want to do that i think i want to go back to the police and i think i want to try and get a 72 hour hold on this guy and then have them search his lair. That's what I'm doing. Point for you. Yeah. Dr. Friend says, you know, I'd love to take notes on this. Notes? We have a proper session tomorrow. Ugh, tomorrow? That would be, it's wonderful how open you are. So I'm just going to go now. What? Do you not understand what she's doing? I guess I don't. She's like, she's like, I gotta go out of here. Mm -hmm. But this is this is so great. Let's meet tomorrow. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's totally fine. I definitely believe that everything is fine. So let's yeah. just meet tomorrow for notes. But I'm gonna go right now. Okay. So I'm not sitting here with you. I right guess now. 
I guess to me, I'm like, this bitch already showed up at a crazy house. So, like, it didn't even occur. You know what I mean? Like, I never would have come here in the first place. Yeah. So I'm shocked that she now feels afraid of the situation. I was afraid hours ago. (laughs) There's more that she is afraid of. Okay. So he says, I knew you would understand. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. So she starts to walk out, but she kind of stops at the doorway and like she turns to ask him where the bathroom is, but she takes Mm -hmm. a little hanky out of her pocket and like shoves it in like the hole of the door hole. Hole of the door hole. Okay. (laughs) The lock. The I mean, I'm looking at all my (laughs) I'm looking at all my doors. I I don't see any door holes. And I'm wondering if I am supposed to have more open a door Uh and where the handle is. There's a little boop that turns in and out. Yes. Yes. So when you close it on the the part that you're closing on to, there's a hole for that to little. So she puts a hanky there so that it doesn't lock. Basically. Okay. Got it. Got there. <laughs> I'm like, am I supposed to have door holes? I don't have any door holes. <laughs> okay. And she asks where the bathroom is, and he says down the hall to the left. So she's walking down the hall to the bathroom, but she walks right by those two. They're like right across from the storage lo- y- where unit the two things, girls are, where she can see that they have like slide locks on them from like the outside, which Smart. I guess isn't like totally unnormal, but. She stops at the bathroom and then slowly turns to one of the locked doors and opens it. Jenna is laying in there. Okay. And Jenna's like, are you real? Can you help me? I'd be like, And the doctor just starts crying. Like, she's like, oh my gosh, what have I allowed to happen? And all of a sudden, Dennis is behind her. Well, yeah. And he slams the door shut. And he says they will never reach their potential. They don't really matter. And the doctor says, I should have listened to you better. I, I, I should have, you know, blah, 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 the suffering, the crime. We got <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 the suffering, the crime. That's how Kim feels about it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> The suffering, the crime. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Yep. She says (laughs) she'd make a great social worker. My suffering, my crime. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She says. That was just me not being able to read my writing. <laughs> yes. It was a poor time to yada yada over my <laughs> <Yeah>. writing. <laughs> she says, I should have listened to you better. But Dennis, this is an egregious act. She's like, these girls are suffering or this girl is suffering. Like, this is a crime. Like, we have to stop this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then okay, Dennis so freezes she- her. Ah! Oh, gosh. See? All right. Fabrice. So he locks up the storage door and carries doctor and lays her back down on the couch. Okay. So 
cut to Casey's like trying to scratch the door open with her nail that she picked up. Not her fingernail. Sure, sure. Trying to. Yeah, I'm just trying to get out of there. Just I'm just trying to get out. <laughs> and she she can feel the time is is coming close. Yeah. Yeah. So um that really lit a fire under uh Jenna's ass though cuz she oh. basically had given up and now she's like there's a Marsha, there's a lady out there. So they're in storage units, storage basement closets oh, and they right can next hear to each, each other, other but they can hear each other great great She's news like, we need to get out of here is there anything in your room you can use and so they start like digging through the shelves and marcia finds a hanger great i'm a little annoyed that they weren't digging through the shelves before this but keep going agreed yeah so dennis back to walking outside the gates like he was doing before cut to him having a transition face like he's like gotten somewhere he's gotten to another location and now he turns into patricia oh buying some flowers and he's like and she says thank you dennis so she takes her flowers oh dennis bought patricia flowers weird okay (laughs) i don't know (laughs) dennis patricia wanted flowers for the occasion and he's like look we'll take a stop here before we go meet the beast this is for you patricia get in the light get your flowers okay we're going back lovely lovely jenna is like (laughs) sorry what (laughs) your face was this. oh what was it (laughs) what was our face face? do it just like <laughs> I look deceased slash drunk <laughs> is what Kim was imitating. <laughs> oh, we're both having fun freezing situations today. Um okay, so Patricia bought Patricia slash Dennis herself flowers from herself. Yes. And, and uh Marsha is trying to she's like, okay. Jenna's like, get the hanger and oh, like she's on the hanger. Okay. Oh, basically, when they like learn some information, pretty mm-hmm. much because of the doctor and him closing the door, she's like, it sounded like a slide lock, so you mm. can use the hanger, like reach it through like the ceiling door, and then like uh, try to sl- unslide the lock. Got it. Slide bolts. So. Now Patricia is changing back to Dennis and we're like in the subway. Okay. Back to Casey. Uh, she gets the door unlocked. So uh, she gets out into the computer room. but With her one singular nail? Yeah. It How was like a wooden do door, like a shitty wooden door. So maybe oh. I think she was able to just kind of dig Scratch through it. Scratch it. Cool. But now she's in the second locked room. So Okay. Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) And she sits down at the computer and the internet doesn't work. Uh, Marsha's trying to unlock that thing with a hanger. Dennis gently leaves the flowers on the ground Mm. by the train. Back to Casey. The only thing that's on the computer is a bunch of video files with names on them. Okay. So she clicks on one that says Orwell. And it's... James a McAvoy, person, yeah, but very uh, uh, smart man talking about history and wearing well, a sweater sure. vest. And his name's Orwell. <laughs> his name's yeah, and he's talking about how we can stand up to the horde, which is what they call Patricia and um, Dennis. 
Oh, okay. And maybe the beast? Possibly? I mean, I don't think they believe in the beast, so. Oh. And Hedwig? I guess. That they're the only ones we've seen. Yeah. Dennis, Patricia, and Hedwig. I guess Hedwig's included. Yeah. Even though he's just kind of doing his own thing. His little baby. (laughs) Mostly Patricia and Dennis. We need to stand up to the horde, and here's how they did this in history. And And then she clicks on Jade, who is a woman who is, like, fabulous. And she's, like, giving herself insulin shots. And she's like, oh, my gosh, they don't believe in us. But how come no one else has has to do these fucking shots but me? Wow. The doctor says we're all one person. Uh Whatever. Cut to Barry, who... Is James McAvoy killing this? Is he pulling it off? I was going to talk about it at the end. Should I save it? Put a crystal Uh, in it. Put a crystal in it, yeah. Now it's Barry, and he's just talking about his clothes. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm such a mess. He's like, he's he's just having a tough time. And he's like, I don't know. I mean, look at me. What am I? What is this? He's like, I'm just a mess. I have no taste right now. Like, I'm just worried sick. I feel like I'm losing time. Mm. He's like, I'm the one that decides the light. I decide the light, but I think someone is stealing the light and it's starting to scare me. Oh, shit. Uh, cut to Dennis. He walks on to a dark train. And oh, cut it's like, to physical Dennis, not cut to a video of Dennis. No, yeah, physical Dennis. Because okay. we're at like the subway. Okay. So he gets on the train. It's clearly like the last car. It's completely dark. No one's in there. And so it's actually kind of a cool shot because he's like shadowed a little bit. So he just mm-hmm. like walks down walks on, takes his shirt off. We just see the back of him and, like, kneels down. How is And it? then he's starting to, like, his, like, shoulders are, like, raising and, like, he's, like, breathing a little bit. Like, oh. Like, he's turning into a beast. He's getting and then beasty. He, all, but we don't see much. It's dark. And then all of a sudden he jumps on top of the train. Ah! A beastie! And then jumps off the back, just onto the tracks, and runs like crazy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Back to Jenna and Marsha just trying that hanger and Jenna's oh, cheering man. her on. Like, come on, we're going to be home this. in just a couple hours. You can wear that sweatshirt you love. Like, come on, you could do it, you know? <laughs> Cut. Back to Dennis just running through the streets in the night. Oh, and like, okay. And, like, dogs are barking at him and, like, the dog people are like, oh, it's just an animal. Like, the dog barks at coyotes like this, yada, yada. Back to the doctor. Doctor friend. Yeah, she's on the she couch. She is to Yeah. She starts to crawl. And she... And now we're like cutting between a bunch of things because now it's like Casey banging on the door in the computer room, Marsha trying to lock, and the doctor's trying to call to the table. She's not good. (laughs) And then the beast climbs the fence of the gate, or the gate that we had seen that's out the front of wherever we live. Mm -hmm. He climbs, he jumps over and climbs back in. Okay. Uh, Bonus point, back to the doctor in the room. She gets to like a table and she like is able to grab a pencil and a piece of paper. Bonus point. What does she write? Does she write a letter? Does she write a note to one of the other? I think she writes a note to like one of the other personalities like Barry maybe being like help 
help me. I'll give you a hint. She's yeah. writing a note to the girls, basically. Like if they were able to find this. Oh. I didn't write anything down helpful. What is she saying to the girls? Maybe she's like, ask to talk to Barry. TBD. Barry's Barry's your guy. Okay. TBD. You'll find out. Okay. I'm sure it's wrong. She writes something on a paper. And the door behind her opens and like the beast sort of just runs by. So we haven't seen, really seen much, you know, it's just kind of like skitters about. And her vision's like totally blurry. Now we're like seeing through her eyes. Like she's not able to function. Right. And she's like, Kevin. Kevin and she goes over to the table where like that plate of food was and grabs a knife uh, and now we see the beast Ah, is like a just a huge buff James McAvoy but like veiny all over Catherine's face just like I feel like uncomfortable with how her face is looking Hubba, that hubba. I'm in the same room with her. <laughs> Stop it. Hubba, Stop hubba. It. You can, you can, you can <laughs> whack your bean to him later. Ooh, beastie. <laughs> Beauty and the He's beast, like, am I right? The buffest James McAvoy you've ever seen and covered in like veins popping out and he has a super <laughs> deep voice. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> um and he says to dr friend thank you for helping us till now oh my gosh kim's voice was very just get out of here (laughs) that's that's not for you (laughs) her voice is so deep no get out of my ears And okay. she's like, God. and she's like crying, but she just like, she can't even stand. Like she's like, yeah. not really able to do things. Totally for breast. Um, yeah. But she like has her knife so she can, has that. Um, and he just like grabs her from behind and kind of squeezes her. Question 10. What does she do? What do you do? Well, I'm going to stab him in the grab. Grabs her from behind. Where am I going to stab him? I'm going to go for the fucking femoral artery, bitch. That's what I'm going to go for. I'm going to make that bitch bleed out real fast. Um, I think she does, too. She stabs him. Great try. Oh, she no. stabs at him and the knife breaks in half. I'm sorry. Because he has skin as thick as a rhinoceros. Oh, gosh. Darn it. And he just squeezes her and squeezes her and squeezes her until her bones start to crack and break. And she dies in his arms. Bye, Dr. Friend. Bye, Dr. Friend. Goodbye. Goodbye, Dr. Old Friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope she wrote something good on that piece of paper. I'm sure it wasn't <laughs> what I thought it was. <laughs> Here's and hoping. Then we see, I think for the first time, like scary beast face. Scary beast face. And 
back to computer room. Mm-hmm. Barry's video is still going and he's still like upset, you know, and he's like, I'm just going to go for a walk. I'm just going to go for a walk. It'll clear my mind. And so obviously like they're recording from the computer that they're sitting at, you know what I mean? So like they're in the room that she's in. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's like, I'm just going to go for a walk. And he like gets up and goes to the wall behind him and like grabs his hat and grabs his keys and like his jacket. And he's like, okay, ciao. And like closes it and walks out the door. Or I guess closes the video sure 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 he walks out the door (laughs) question 11 what do you do what does casey do so she was just sitting at a computer watching these videos Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. aren't i gonna try to leave aren't i gonna try to get out the door she had been trying to like open the door as well while the videos were happening is it something with the videos it is something i just said is it a laptop? No, it's a big old computer. He the just door's locked though. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna go. And he close any he, he closes the video. I'm gonna go for a walk. Me too. <laughs> Give me a hint. <laughs> I literally can't. I literally just said it. But I, I'm having trouble listening. I said exactly it 30 seconds ago. So I can't say anything. There's nothing more I could say. I don't know. I'm having trouble listening. Go ahead. What is zero points? What does she do? (laughs) He says, I'm going to go for a walk. He goes to the wall behind him, grabs his hat, grabs his keys and his jacket and walks out. You're saying she just goes and grabs his keys? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Well, I would... Oh. I was like, there's no fucking way he left his keys here. Because she watches him grab them. They're like... It's like keys and then the hat and the jacket. So he like picks up each thing. They're all in the same hook. Right. I guess I just assume because he's not here that he has his keys. But I guess not. Barry. But they're all the same. Barry's keys. Barry's keys. But they don't know what the other person does at any point in time. They don't know what the other person does. Okay. So Barry keeps his keys on the hook on on the wall behind me. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm really struggling with like it being, we're in the same body. (laughs) And, And even if I believe I'm different people, I only have one body that's doing things so i think i'm i'm not fully grasping but you're a different person whenever so like does each each, person is in the light but so does each personality have their own set of keys you probably yeah really all right okay all right i got i'm reef two hour two and a half hours in and i'm reframing I'm yeah. figuring it out. All well, right. They all have their own keys. Almost done. Because remember, she okay. asked Hedwig in the very beginning. So you don't know, like, you don't think what the other people think. Like, you don't know what they do. And he's like, no. What they no. Do. Yeah. I guess I'm just, str- I'm struggling with the physical objects is, is where I'm. Because they all have different clothes. They all have different clothes. Okay. And they might all put their, they might all have their own set of keys and maybe put their keys in different places. Jade has insulin. Jade has insulin. Okay. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So she goes to the wall, picks up the hat that Barry wears, Mm -hmm. and there's keys underneath. There's keys underneath. Okay. So she goes and opens the door, and she's in that hallway, and she hears noises abound. Mm -hmm. Distant noises of what's going on. She peeks in the kitchen. It's empty. She goes to the... And there's kind of like banging and clanging around and stuff. She goes to one of the storage closet doors where mm-hmm. we, we know the girls are in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a jar. Mm-hmm. And so she peeks into the first one and it's like Marsha's like bloody dead body. Like it's just like a quick oh, shot. I couldn't even see. gosh. So the so beast, she, I mean, the beast is eating the innocent. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's awful he's full beast. Okay, Full and has sexy his own beast time for you, and has his own set of keys that he does. The beast don't need no keys. The beast bitch. don't. <laughs> <laughs> he just climbed right over that gate. Okay, all right. Okay, no locks can keep him out. No, that's what that's what mm, my, that's everyone what has my pants keys said. but the beast. Everyone has keys but the beast. Okay, I would venture to say. All right. Uh, so she goes to the next closet door that's ajar and she peeks in and Jenna's laying on the ground and she's like Jenna and then Jenna's pulled back into the corner oh no like, oh my god don't eat me eating her stop it Kedrin <laughs> I didn't even fucking say anything I didn't even fucking she say anything she did the p- p- patrons they are didn't hear shit. <laughs> Look at her gross face. <laughs> she, now I'm distracted. I'm so sorry. Jenna's being The beast eaten. is eating my friend and Catherine's trying to bone him. Like, what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to tell our friend Jenna what a horrible friend you are. She slams and locks the door and runs. And she ends up going into the the couch room and sees dead doctor on the floor mm-hmm. and there's like some door in there but that's locked so she's like trying to use the keys for that but like can't figure it out so okay. she's like I, I guess those ones don't work for that door someone else has the keys for that door that's not barry's door that's not yeah see this that's is Dennis's where i'm door getting... or something i like i'm one person inside of one body and do you know how often i like can't keep track of my shit like how how are yeah. they doing this? Well, some of them might keep track of shit really well. Some of them and might some not. Might They're not. all different people. Yeah. I guess I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, what if Dennis borrows my keys and I don't know where? Well, they don't <sighs> do that. Well, they might. They tend to keep to them. It's the one thing they don't do is communicate to each other, it feels like. Right. Although I guess they kind of do so if Dennis. So if Dennis sitting in the room together, maybe they can. They're sitting in the room together. Also, Dennis is all Dennis is using my body and he can't find his keys. So he's gonna take Barry's keys. And now Barry doesn't know where his keys are. I think most of them wouldn't do that. Maybe Dennis, but Dennis has been banned from the light. So Mm. normally we wouldn't have to worry about it because gotcha. Dennis isn't supposed to be in the light in the first place. And it seems like the rest of them respect each other and their keys. Okay. All right. Also, 
I think Dennis probably does too, to be fair. Yeah. So he doesn't want to touch Barry's keys. Ugh, they're dirty. <laughs> so, but actually he did wear Barry's clothes though to pretend to be him. See? They're borrowing each other's clothes. They're losing That's each other's keys. That's because he had keys. to pretend to be him for the doctor friend, remember? When they're he eating each other's peanut butter. He's banned from the light for that reason. <laughs> for stealing their peanut butter. <laughs> so, whatever. The keys aren't working for this door. I don't know. She's, like, looking all around. Um, so she's, like, looking in books and looking at like whatever's in this fucking room. We're now seeing the the storage closet slowly being pushed open. Like the lock is like slowly being bust open. And Casey gets to the table where Dr. Fenn has written a note. And what did it say? Say his name. Kevin. Kevin Wendell Crumb. Isn't that so funny? Wasn't our, uh, survive the cellar wasn't the serial killer in our other one season podcast wasn't the serial killer named wendell griffin graves wendell griffin graves Graves. good memory thank you i'm so glad i remembered that but not where the keys were (laughs) then we hear a growl shit and she turns and the beast is crawling up the wall oh did you love it i Loved it so much. I bet Kim loved it. You guys, Kim loves wall and ceiling crawlers. It is like her kink. To be fair, She's super into it. Ceiling is worse than wall. Ceiling is worse wall than wall. is somehow easier to digest. I can see that because ceiling is just so wildly unnatural. We can picture a human body climbing up a wall by, say, a ladder perhaps you know so like we can kind of do that math but on a ceiling why how when yeah where well get there's off no here. ladder to be found here he's just straight wall crawling yeah so question 12 what do you do what does casey do kevin kevin wendell griffin graves come out the beast <laughs> is about to eat me come help me kevin kevin <laughs> and i say it like like Catherine o'hara from home alone Yay. She's like, Kevin Wendell Crumb? Crumb. Crumb. Is his last name Crumb? Uh Uh-huh. Kevin Crumb? And the beast jumps to the ground. And she says, Kevin Wendell Crumb? Kevin Wendell Crumb. And (laughs) the beast bodies kind of like changes and he like goes into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And now it's a flashback to Kevin's mom. Mm. And she's yelling. We're POV from hiding under the bed. Mm-hmm. And she's yelling, Kevin Wendell Crumb, Kevin Wendell Crumb, you made a mess. You come out here right now. And she's holding a hanger and screaming at him and like reaching oh, under the bed no. with the hanger. Kevin Wendell Crumb. That's so sad. Yeah. And then Kevin, question mark, walks into the room because mm-hmm. he's just like, who? Yes. Like, so he, he covers his, he covers himself with a towel. 
because he mm-hmm. was shirtless before. Sure. And he's just like, who are you? What's happening? And Casey's mm-hmm. just says, something horrible. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, can you imagine this moment? Now you're having to explain to this guy how he has kidnapped you and was about to eat you alive. Well, I'm also thinking about being Kevin where like I come into a room and there's some woman cowering and I'm like, who are you? And they're like, well, you were about to eat me and having to reconcile that. Yeah. He says, I, I hurt you. And then he looks on the ground and sees Dr. Fletcher and he says, who did that? Who did that? And she says, you did. And he says, I was on a bus. That's the last thing I remember. I don't remember anything else. And he says, is today still September 14th, 2014, right? And she says, no. No. When is it? I don't know when it is, but not that day. It's not uh, that day. Oh, geez. And he says, I bought a shotgun. It's in the cabinet behind you. And the shells are out in my uniform closet, the lockers Uh out in the service hall. Okay. Kill me. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Jade comes through and says, wait, 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 wait. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Did, did, did Dr. Fletcher get our emails? And then Orwell comes through and talks about the history of Ward, how we can hurt the Horde, because they do not represent who we are. The Horde is not us. And then Barry comes through and he's like, everybody take a minute. Oh, baby <laughs> girl, baby girl, come here. Look, they've been stealing the light. I don't know what's going on, um, but we're going to work through this. We're going to work through this as a group. I'm Barry. Okay. And then he turns around. Hedwig comes back and says, you shouldn't have used the walkie-talkie. They almost caught us. And Casey's like, stop it. Stop it, Hedwig. Uh, Question 13, what does she do now? What do you do now? I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to go to the closet and get the shotgun, and I'm going to shoot him. And she better fucking do the same hand in hand. Thank you. She goes to the cabinet. And Hedwig is saying, I was the one that gave the light to Miss Patricia and Mr. Dennis, uh, so no one will make fun of me anymore. And she grabs the shotgun, but now Patricia comes through and says, thank you, Hedwig. Everything's mm. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hedwig's like their little like familiar. Like That's how they're treating him a little bit. Because he has the power to steal the light and give it to them, basically. Give it to them. And so they're tricking him. Because he's nine and being like, oh, Will, no one will make fun of you. Like, Poor we little love you. Baby. Everyone, else, everyone else thinks you make dumb mistakes, but we love you. You can be on our team, the cool team. Mm. That's why cool. I'm going to get Kim's kid to do stuff for me. <laughs> what? What are you going to make my kid do? You know, just errands. <laughs> <laughs> just errands? Like, <laughs> Hey, can you get me a glass of water? Yeah. <laughs> I won't but let I'm anyone gonna, make fun of you anymore. Yeah, but I'm going to make it like little quests. Like I'm going to be like, I have a quest for you, little magic boy. <laughs> My kid's going to catch on to that shit real quick. <laughs> and they won't be having it. <laughs> can you like, when Aunt Ketrin asks you to go on a quest, you just tell her to go fuck herself. Don't tell, any, don't tell anyone else to go fuck themselves. That's rude. But you can always tell Aunt Ketrin to go fuck herself. 
Yes, that's what we say to Aunt Ketrin. <laughs> Aunt Ketrin. Aunt Ketrin <laughs> is allowed to be told to go fuck herself. <laughs> Aunt Ketrin. Uh, are we asking a question? We are. Uh, no, you already did, and I got a double ding. Yeah, but now... What... <laughs> You got a double ding for grabbing the shotgun, which we don't have shells, by the way. Those are on the locker. Sure. Now Patricia comes back through. Mm -hmm. Question 14. What does Casey do now? What do you do? Patricia. I feel like I can talk. Can I talk to Patricia? Is she reasonable? But I got to get those shells from the locker. What is Patricia's goal? Patricia, Patricia's like kind of the baddie because she, Patricia knows She's that we kidnapped baddie. people. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I meant like yeah. in comparison she to wants the beast. To release the She's, beast, baby. Yeah. Um, She's team beast. She's fully team beast. But I'm like, her what and is her? Because her are banned from the light. They're not even supposed to be in it. Yeah. But I'm like, like, what is her, like, what's she trying to accomplish? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. Um, does Patricia know that the shotgun's not loaded? Like, Kevin's the one who bought the shotgun. Does she even know? Like, can I point the sh gun at Patricia and be like, stand back? I think I'm going to do that hand in hand. Like, I, I don't know that Patricia knows it's not loaded. Hand in hand? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a point. Okay. That's true. Casey says... Kevin Wendell Crumb. Oh, Kevin she Wendell calls Crumb. Him again. Calls Patricia him again. says, Kevin is asleep far away. Oh. He can't hear you. Okay. Mm. The beast has shared his dream with us for a larger group to sustain him. 10 to 12 unworthy young next time. What? Oh my Meaning god! We kidnapped we're gonna two eat for him some more. Yeah, and now, now we're gonna. We need ten to twelve. God, we need a whole fucking kindergarten class. God damn! <laughs> it just seems like a tall fucking order. Casey runs to the door and is trying to open it, and it's locked. But the hanky is stuffed inside, so she's Yay! able to get it open. So thank you, Doctor Friend. Patricia's busy changing now, but now she's like body changing into the beast. Into the beast. Um, so Casey just starts running. So she's running down like the hallway hallway now that has like past the room hallways into the pipe hallway. Mm -hmm. um, and she gets to the lockers and sees mm -hmm. one that says crumb. So she grabs the sh shotgun sh shells, but keeps running. And so now we're like beast POV, just like breathing heavy and like chasing down the hallway. And she's like loading the gun as she's running the beast. Um, all of a sudden we can't really see it's really dark. And all of a sudden like knocks her down ah! and starts grabbing at her legs and like ripping at her and like rips off her shirt. And she like gets a hold of the shotgun and points and he's gone. Oh no. So, this is at a point where there's basically like a little fence in the part walkway here. So there's like a door of the fence. So we, she just slams the fence shut. Okay. 
and keeps running, but she's like hobble running now because now we see that like her, her leg legs. got all cut up. Yeah. And so she's bleeding and uh, she's just, now she gets to basically the end and there's another fence doorway that goes up some stairs, but she uh-huh. can't open it. And there's a window above. So she's just like screaming for help. And she just kind of turns at the wall and like just holds the gun out. Yeah. Flashback. Little Casey. Holding the gun on her uncle. Sad. No. Sad. Sitting, sitting in the grass outside. Her uncle comes up behind her and says, it runs in our family. My daddy died too, the same way. <gasps> what? But, but I'm going to take care of you. Oh, no. You won't be giving me any trouble, will you? Oh, no. Shoot. Mm. Yeah. And then she wore all the layers of all the clothes for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So now she's holding the gun. And now we see the bur- the beast burst through that first fence that she had closed. And he's, like, coming down the hall. But he's, oh, now he's on the ceiling. But it's, like, ah! hard to see. He's, like, running down the ceiling hall but burst busting out the lights as Why? he goes. Why are you able to do that? But we, like, can't really see. He's just, like, bashing the lights. But it's real dark. And we just hear him say, we are glorious. Oh, we'll no longer be afraid. Uh... And then, like, the shadow of him like drops to the ground. So she shoots, but misses and he like scatters to the wall. And he says, only through pain can you achieve your greatness. And he like scatters from one side and she cocks the gun. And he says, the impure are the untouched, the unslain. Those who have not been torn have no value in themselves and no place in this world. They are asleep. So basically he's saying if you're not getting, if you don't have trauma, like you have no place or value in this world. (laughs) Cool. Um, (laughs) And he's like, those people are asleep. So where she is against the wall, there's actually like a big cage actually like to the left How like convenient. um try to think like almost like a jail cell actually okay like it has like those kind of things so she just gets in and closes the fucking door great news and great news like, this was here sits against the wall with her fucking shotgun out and he kind of like runs by starts to run by and she shoots and like hits him and then she sees that she has two bullets left and he says, your gun can't hurt me. Oh. I'm not human. Oh, gosh. Kevin is a man. I am more. And then he charges at her mm-hmm. from the other side of the cage or whatever. And so mm-hmm. she shoots and it kind of stops him, you know. Yeah. But he keeps going. So she shoots again and he like falls to the ground and he's like hurt, hurt question yeah. mark, you know. But he sits back up and she cocks the gun and he stands and comes up to the cage and puts his face through and then holds two of the bars and slowly starts to pull the bars apart with like his bloody teeth mouth. Why are you able to do that? And she's just sitting there staring at him and he like legit pulls the bars apart. Oh no. And then he looks at her 
And when he had knocked her down before, he had ripped off that like last shirt. So she just has like a tiny tank top on. Mm-hmm. And you can see there's scars all over her arms. So she's not, she's and scars not on her stomach. Oh. And her wrists are like wrapped up. Like she's oh. like been cutting. And he kind of starts to laugh and says, you are different from the rest. Your heart is pure. Rejoice. The broken are the more evolved. Rejoice. Oh, God. And like tears are just falling from her face. And he turns and walks through that fence and like out up the steps and outside. Okay. So he lets her go. Cut to black. Bye. Now some fucking maintenance guy is just like smoking a cigarette walking down there and sees her in the fucking jail Cage. cell and he's yeah. like what the hell and he's like what are, you, what are you doing in this area and he unlocks it and helps her up and he carries her out and they're walking up those steps now and they're walking by a bunch of like animals in cages and they keep walking and he's like he's like He's like, don't worry, honey, they won't do anything. And they go outside and they're in some trees. And then there's like tigers walking above them. What? And we get to the office and he's like, Vince, I need you to call the police. And Vince is wearing a shirt that says Philadelphia Zoo on it. Okay. So he worked at the straight up zoo. He worked at the zoo and we were okay. in like the basement of the zoo the, the whole time. The basement of the zoo. Shit. So now it's like police and sirens come and... We're just getting shots of Kevin's home down in this basement, and there's um, 23 toothbrushes there. Ah, we're here. So that's why oh, when no. you were like, oh, do they all have keys? And I'm like, probably. Yeah, they probably. All have they all have toothbrushes. Fuck. Casey's. Okay. So now we're just kind of like getting different shots of what's happening now. So Casey's getting her, her leg wrapped up in the ambulance. Um, more of Kevin's house. There's like clearly like, the fashion area that was like Barry stuff, all the drawings yeah. and everything and some of Hedwig's stuff, like little kids stuff. Cute. And then like, um, you know, a bunch of different clothes hanging up and they each have like kind of names on like the sections. You can tell it's mm-hmm. like different kinds of clothes and outside there's police talking and there's, they say that three are deceased inside. Um, and Casey is now sitting in the back of a cop car Mm-hmm. And one of the police officers opens the door and says, your uncle's here. Are you ready to go? No. And she slowly just looks over at the police officer and sort of stares like with big eyes. And the police officer is a woman and looks back and seems concerned face. Mm-hmm. So I will believe that she does not let her go. I also believe that. And cut to now an alley and like a dilapidated building and we go up the stairs and there's like a mirror and like a ba- and like a bathroom area but it's all fallen apart and dirty and it's Dennis her looking in the mirror but he's like looking at the wounds and he's saying it didn't go through oh damn and Patricia says we are what we believe we are and Hedwig laughs <laughs> Holy shit, this is so cool. Oh, they're, they're going to believe we exist now, right? And Dennis says they're going to have to. Hedrick says, what do we do now? 
And Patricia says, we trust in him. He'll protect us. Look at what he can do. Let him show the world how powerful we can be. The beast. Split. Well, gosh. And now there's like a credit scene and we're in a diner and the news is on and they're talking about the suspected murderer, Kevin Crumb, Mm -hmm. worked at the zoo. Um, They say that he had um, dissociative identity disorder, which is, you know, however they say it of like not everyone believes it's a real thing. And they're like the rumors that we're hearing from what happened at the scene was just unbelievable. He received two point blank gunshots Uh, But he may still be alive. Uh, They are even saying that one of his identities might be an amalgamum of all the animals in the zoo. Oh, damn. Fun. And the press, because of this, has given him like a name and they're calling him the whore. The beast. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, the horse. And we're going through the diner, and there's a girl sitting at the diner, and she says, wow, that's crazy. It's sort of like the guy in the wheelchair that they put away like 15 years ago. What was his name? And then we pan next to her, and Bruce Willis is sitting there, and he says, Mr. Glass. Oh. Which I don't know anything about Mr. Glass, except that Bruce Willis is him. Yeah. Oh, interesting. uh, I'm sure it's some type of thing related to that so how did james mcavoy do but wait there's more oh there's more oh my bad she took a drink and i thought that was her i i just finished telling a long story drink but it it wasn't so a when i tried to watch this movie on well i watched it on the plane but when i tried to watch it at home for notes it was like you can watch it for free with ads on plex or some shit like that Mm-hmm. I start watching and I'm like, this is not the movie that I watched before. Thank what? goodness. I had already seen it and I didn't just watch an entire movie called Split from 2017 that is not M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so then I ended up having to rent it. But because I rented it, they were like, at the end, you get a bonus alternate ending. Oh, okay. So first I'll just, ex- it's actually super short, but I'll ex- M, my buddy M talks about it, but sure. I'll just tell you the scene first and then I'll tell you what he said. Okay. So it's replacing the scene um, where Dennis, Patricia, and Hedwig are talking like in the bathroom at the mm-hmm. end, like in the alleyway, just being like, oh, being like the wound didn't go through or anything and talking about what they're doing. And instead, it's just Dennis sitting on a rooftop, like on the very edge. It's daytime and we hear kids playing. And he says, look at all those unbroken souls. And then we look down and see a school and it's a bunch of like kids playing. And Patricia says, such a waste. Hmm. So that he was like, that was the scene that was written into the script. And he's like, and I moved it around and put it in different places. And he's like, I just didn't feel like it fit exactly because it kind of felt one note like that the motivation was just like destruction or whatever, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I wanted it to show that there was more to what they were doing. Like they wanted to show that like a, this they're real, they're all real. And like 
they can be different and they can do all these things and da, 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 da. so there was like a stronger motivation basically mm-hmm. and he's like and that had like more dimension and stuff like that so he's like the whole thing had actually been shot and everything they like went back and shot that scene later oh interesting um to add it he's like because that was the screen scene from the script and they had like filmed the whole thing um but yeah he's like i just felt it just felt like a little bit like of a one note about the motivation and yeah. didn't like i would didn't love it like i wanted it to be more than that and i was like i agree great choice yeah now on to james mcavoy how'd he do literally fucking amazing amazing i know i know phenomenal yeah he's fantastic yeah absolutely wonderful he's incredible have you seen the show that's on Apple right now, like The Changing Room or The cr- Crowded Room? No. Is it Crowded Room? Is that with um, Tom Holland? Yes. Okay. I heard it wasn't very good. Like, I'm not, I'll, I still want to watch it because I love Tom Holland, but like, I, I heard it wasn't great. I mean, spoiler alert, but um, it's also a dissociative identity situation um, mm-hmm. and that definitely ruins it sorry mm, cool um, <laughs> who's the spoiler now great least <laughs> <laughs> i said it first yeah true <laughs> um tom holland did a good job he did a good job mm-hmm. and bless him because i've i've heard that it fucked him up this role like that he I, had to take a break and is like was unwell he, after yeah he it. took like a year off yeah that yeah. it like, wasn't good uh yeah so it's interesting because I had recently watched that, you know, and like I did think he did a good job. But what James McAvoy did was on another fucking planet. Like yeah. it was. I, I don't even know how to like you will love it. I think so, if you watched it because let me you'll go. Yeah. Question. Here's my question. That's great. I had no doubt that he did a great job. He's just like a really like what I would refer to as like a responsible actor. Like he's very naturally talented, but like he also just like, I feel like he doesn't take his responsibility as an actor lightly, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So that, that checks out for me. I did hear that like this movie on as a whole was like not super well received. Like people weren't, super thrilled with it you can post more than that i about it that's what i was about to ask because because i was like clearly it wasn't that james mcavoy wasn't up to the task and that's a 78 percent on rotten tomatoes oh great okay maybe i just i don't know what i was hearing at the time but i mean it sounded fantastic and it's like it sounds like a dream role honestly like I would fucking love to play someone with DID. I would love it. If anyone's listening, I'd love to play <laughs> a character with DID, please. <laughs> um, cool. I'm very, I, I want to give it a I watch. I loved the movie. I know a lot of people have a lot of things about a lot of M. Night Shyamalan movies. Um, yeah. Besides the sixth sense, basically. I actually was surprised that I was like, oh, I, I don't know. You I pretty much it. knew nothing about this, and I didn't even actually know that it was my buddy M's movie. Yeah. It's weird you didn't tell me about it. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I don't, so I don't I didn't know. actually know until I like, so I was going in very blind with mm-hmm. no preconceived ideas. So I'm sure there's a million people that will probably come at me now and be like, here's all the things. And you know how I am. Like when I like some, when I'm just like in, in the story, mm-hmm. I don't notice any of the things, right. any of the things that other people are like, here's why it sucked. And here's why it's wrong. And here's why it's bad. And here's yeah. why it didn't make sense. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't you pay- say that. Yeah. I hear sure. you when you say it. Yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was so fun. I loved it. And I thought it was so good. Cause you know what I loved about him is I really personally did not feel like any of the characters, were caricatures love it like I mean he was a completely different person for every single one of them and I could tell not just because of what clothes he was wearing like you could tell when he switched from Barry to Dennis in front of our faces Hmm. it was fucking it was just just so good I I I want to watch it just for that like it was just I would be interested to see what you think but I thought it was like such a well-done job where it was just like the movement, the shape of his face, like his yeah. voice, every single bit like changed for each character, but it didn't feel dramatic, if that makes sense. No, like it, they were it, all very different and yet not. Different. It didn't feel like he was putting on costumes. It felt no. like he was, yeah. it felt really genuine and real. Well, yeah. now I really want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, James McAvoy That's and great thoughts. acting. I'm in. That's my in. thoughts. All right, total my C- points. Come at me if you think I'm wrong. No one come at her. <laughs> I'm the beast. I'll eat you. <laughs> Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As all live stream. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. I don't even need to know how I... I need to ask how I did. I know it was horribly... <laughs> Or dead or alive, you got three out of ten. Yeah, even that is usually usually your saving grace. Yeah, zero on a bonus point. Questions: sixteen out of twenty nine for a total of nineteen out of thirty nine. I mean, honestly, that's fine. I'll take <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, thanks for telling me that movie. You're welcome. Now that I know you have such a love affair for James McAvoy, I really think you should watch it because I think like you will like, I mean, I don't know, maybe watch it without Eric, maybe watch it with, with for some, uh, some pre-gaming sexy times. It's between just James McAvoy being hot, his acting, I think. I mean, yeah, that's which I hot actors. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not what I meant. Really good act. Really good actors are hotter because they're yeah. good actors for me. So for I, sure. I honestly would love if you watched it and like, told me what you think. If you're like, Kim, that sucked. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. I can't wait. I love it. Great. Um, all right. Well, Kim Thank and I are about to. to listening to my very long tale. It was great. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a blast. I really liked it. It was great. We'll see you in uh, two days, patrons, for our live watch. Yes. On the 29th. Oh, my gosh. Um, I can't wait. 
yeah, I can't wait to know what we're watching and join our uh, join our fifteen dollar tier on Patreon to join us. And we love you so much. This has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. alive. Ghosted me. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.